This is Klaus Falb from the Varied Economic Forum, and you're listening to Mike uh, and Ab, probably, talking to themselves on uh, the Sunday, the 5th of, uh, what's it? They have a look here. March? Yeah. No, 2023. This, the Ides of March, beware the Ides of March. There'll be, there'll be lots of interesting things happening soon, I would say. But don't, don't say, I told you this. This keeps it very quiet. Because I know hardly anyone listens to this show. It's almost, almost uh, maybe uh, six people at most, which is wonderful because I don't want anyone to find out any inside secrets that I know. So I'll speak to you later and uh, hopefully Ark will be on uh, a little bit longer uh, shortly and he will uh, fill in the, the interesting shows that he always does. This app. Bye-bye. Good evening, this is uh, Rick. Uh, be told, be told 1.0. There's also another be told which is going out on the hoax network, the hoax, the hoax syndicate network, which uh, will have more, less psychologist-related things, I would say. But anyway, um, what a great uh, podcast to listen to this week. I, I do... Mention Ed Opperman, the Ed Opperman report, Opperman report show sometimes. Again, mad socialist, and uh, you're listening to Ike talking to himself. Oh, it's doing that funny thing again. Am I going to be talking all scrambled? I might just wait for um, Ab to come on, but I will, I will. I'll talk a little bit about the Stephen Snyder interview, Opperman report on Michael Aquino. What an interesting show! What an interesting show! Highly recommend that one. I didn't know about Betty Ford Aquino. That's his mother. As, uh, you've got to go just look one generation back to every dodgy person that you know of and you'll find an awful lot of stuff. That's the um, SMJ used to do with his uh, Wikipedia research. Bang on. T- you tend to be able to find out who their parents were. Uh, often it's scrubbed, though, be told. And I'll tell you who got scrubbed recently, and that was uh, old Klaus Schwab. Uh, it wasn't... Um, Possible to find out who his father was on Wikipedia, but that wonderful researcher who I can't remember his name offhandedly, uh, Mark Devlin was interviewing him. English guy living in is it Malta or some someone somewhere exotic. Not Ved, Vedmore, Johnny Vedmore, Johnny Vedmore. He is a really good researcher. I think he goes out with that um, Web female surname Web, who does some good stuff. I haven't actually heard uh, shows myself, but I keep seeing her mentioned by people. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, Stephen Snyder's done this incredible deep dive on Michael Aquino's mother, and my goodness gracious me, there's a, all these links, and that fed straight into all the stuff I've been uh, going on about, literally, which I'd got some off um, Yarn Irvin, particularly the radio thing, radio waves the radio waves that were dominated by the Navy, they, they took over and created a world radio system in the 20s, I think, maybe early 30s. This is before, not long, it's, it all ties in with the uh, War of the Worlds um, psychological operation run out of Princeton by um, uh, Aldous Huxley and crew, uh, uh, you know, and Orson Welles narrating that, um, that play. But... 
this um this is big because she was tied in with Pacifica Radio and very heavily involved. She was also extremely wealthy, extremely wealthy. Had a funny backstory, of course, blah blah blah. And even Aquino's birth father is is slightly dodgy looking. I think the backstory was some Italian soldier that she uh, mated with. But um, incredible, incredible stuff. So they had to take over the radio waves and guess guess who she was involved with? Yes, the Theosophical Society. Theosophical Society. They seem to have an awful big interest in controlling radio. And I've mentioned it before, of course, but 2GB, the biggest um, news radio's talk um, station in Australia, be told, owned by this Theosophical Society, named after Giovanni or Giordano Bruno. That's the 2G, the GB is Giordano Bruno, uh, allegedly burnt at the stake, uh, one of the Theosophist heroes. So, yeah, big story, big big information. It's slowly coming together, you know, and uh, it's a pity everyone doesn't get on so well. Like, Yarn Irvin won't talk to someone else and blah, blah, blah. And my pussy hole! Probably won't talk to people as well. Um, I've got a baby bat flying around me again. Um, it's a sign. It's a sign. Yeah, so um, really interesting. Oppmann Report, Stephen Snyder, highly recommended. And he, there's, there's all these little, he drops some little tiny clues there that um, the civil affairs, is it civil affairs um, society or group that uh, she was a member of? They they think they are the local doing people doing the psyops in America are all members and Aquino was a member of it Michael, Big Mike, who shot himself in the head apparently. Shot himself in the head, mysterious as usual, just like um all these mysterious uh, deaths of um the be it the truthers or the conspirators, a lot of mysterious deaths. Manly P. Hall, what a mysterious death that was, guaranteed. Glenn Keeley, his wife said it was mysterious. Uh, that's what I heard. Although um, I think Melissa from Cutting Through the Matrix seems to have spoken to her and it wasn't, apparently. But she, she had claimed he was murdered. This is Mrs. Keeley. Mrs. Keeley. Uh, Alan Lowe apparently died of um, natural causes through his arthritis and age which is very possible, vaccinated against probably his will when he had to travel back in the 80s or 90s. That's why there's so many people with arthritis, including myself. And the last vaccine I took was uh, 20, oh, year 2000, I think, going to Thailand. An imbecile that I was, got talked into being a hypochondriac, food poisoning issues you might get in Thailand. And I, back then... I thought, you know, that can't, that can't hurt. I just went and did it. Who was sick for five weeks sitting on squat toilets and good proper toilets when he could find them? Me. Five weeks, thereabouts. Really, you know, digestive issues of the highest magnitude. So um, don't get vaccinated. Do not get vaccinated. Build your own immune system up. And... Uh, Except for don't eat, I, I will recommend this. So do not drink boar water in Thailand. Be very careful of the water you drink because there are living bacteria floating around in it, guaranteed. Unless you've lived in or grew up in India, you probably won't be able to cope. If you're a, you know, because we've had our immune systems 
uh, over here through our um, yeah, all the antibacterial shit in the water and cleaning products that mummy probably sprayed all over the place. Our immune systems don't work like they used to do at all. So water is not your friend if you're in a foreign country, guaranteed. Unless, again, you've um, built it up, drinking out of um, stagnant water in, in ponds for some time. But if you go over there with a nice immune system, a weakened immune system from Australia or New Zealand or probably UK or America, be wary of the drinking water. That's why everyone drinks out of plastic bottles over there, so they can get their BPA guaranteed. I've got a couple of interesting stories, but I'll probably wait till Ab comes on because um, I might be, it might be sounding as shit as it did last week when I first turned up for 10 minutes. Um, and I can't tell. I'll have to wait to see if Ab sends me a message if he's listening. You can tell me if I'm sounding like a Dalek. Just remind reminder on Daleks, folks. World Economic Forum held in Davos by a guy who looks like Davros, the founder and creator of the Daleks on the Doctor Who show, which came out repeatedly again the day after the Kennedy shootings. 2020, uh, sorry, 20, uh, 1963. 1963. Now, guess who else apparently died on um, uh, the guy that wrote uh, Weird Scenes Inside the Can- Canyon? I'm really impressed by him. Died of a fast-acting cancer. And uh, he also died on the 22nd of November uh, five years ago, six years ago. Good book. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. Anyway, I'll just pause for a while and hopefully Ab will pop in. Is that beep again? But no bumper. What is the matter with this thing? What is the matter with this thing? You're listening to Fakultas Radio on Fakultas.com. Thank you, Klaus. Yeah, I just heard from Ab, and apparently I'm sounding okay, which is a good sign, because last week, oh, in the first 10 minutes, not so good. Oh, before he comes on, let's talk about something that's not really fake or related, but something I noticed big time uh, the last, um, uh, watching all modern movies and news and TV and stuff like that. Well, not news and TV, but modern media, that this thing about... um. Dimension, interdimensional things and portals and uh, um, stuff like that. I understand. I know all about them, you know, because I've had it fed to me by Disney. I talked about it before, but um, not so specifically. Disney mentioned and the Mickey Mouse comics and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, had interdimensional portals and things like that fed into the Generation X kids. So that when their kids, their kids or their grandchildren start bringing up um, vortexes and portals and things like that, they understand, they know because they read it in the Mickey Mouse comics, etc. Do- uh, Doctor Who comics. There was a Doctor Who comic with you know vortex called the Vortex. Um, oh shit! There, there you go. There was a broken glass, which I will have to fix. Typical, typical, typical. All right, be back. Monkey it's the second pandemic, lads. Monkey Monkey Everyone's got the monkey pox now. Monkey 
You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. There you go, live live on air. I broke a glass. Why did, Why is it that the only glasses that you break are the good ones? All the crappy ones that I've got never get broken, but the good ones. The, every time I knock one over, it's a good one. And I wasn't drink knocking it over because I was drunk. It's my first drink. But yeah, now going back to the vortexes and um, dimensions and dimensional stuff, you'll notice the, the Oscar-winning movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is feeding into this big narrative now for even the, the normies out there that, that aren't just the, little, the teenagers that are watching Marvel movies. This is a, you know, quite a big movie. Apparently fantastic. But, you know, again, interdimensional, you know, multiverse. Even Richard Dawkins goes on about this kind of things being possible. He won't talk about um, there being a Christian God or anything like that. But, yes, you could, there's some kind of weird alien in a vortex that, that can be true. And um, my, so my generation, they understand, like, I understand if someone talks about vortexes and different dimensions because Doctor Who totally pushed the interdimensional thing way before um, Spider-Man and all these other shows, you know, had brought in the, through the multiverse. Well, I mean, Doctor Who was 100% multiverse um, back in its day. And that goes through the generation that grew up from 1963 onwards understands... You know, they're the new grandparents, I guess, these days, or all parents, in my case, started late. Um, this is a thing. Deli- and so it's deliberately pushed by BBC and Disney, pushed interdimensional and uh, vortexes and um, all of this stuff, big time. So don't think, and that's what I keep saying about that, all this conspiracy, most conspiracy theorists got woken up by different levels, be it the X-Files by that generation in the 90s, or um, the conspiracy types that came out through the 70s, all this mysterious world stuff with, you know, Arthur C. Clarke and all these guys. So it's a real narrative. They want you into these different, um, to be interested in the stuff deliberately so they can push you into different rabbit holes to keep you from fucking going on about what's going down. You're losing your freedom, guaranteed. In the 15 minute cities and all this type of thing, it's a fucking fact. These local councils are bragging about it here. I'm not going to mention the guy's name that's trying to bring up as a, it's a conspiracy for, uh, you know, what, he, what would you do? He's doing, trying to get some people to talk about it and uh, self publicity. Good on him. That's what he's good at. Not that good uh, as being a high level one, but he's dangling around in the low levels with us, getting a few interested bites. But um, the, they don't want you to just look at what's going on in your normal roads. Out the front of your house, the bike lanes going in. You're not going to be driving soon, but they want you looking into, you know, uh, JFK, 9-11, um, aliens, uh, meta-universes, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They, they deliberately sucked in the generation X, Y, and Zs, and now the millennials, into being into various conspiracy theories. This was clearly deliberately done. By, there's no accident why there's whatever percentage we've got of people that would call themselves conspiracy theorists. But there are people like me who have been around for many years now and they can see the pattern. They can also see the dis- disinformation agents or deliberate time wasters and there's quite a number of them or there's certainly 
three I could name right now, right now, and, you know, but why bother? Why promote them? Um, that are there just, you know, gathering up um, people from these things and trying to suck them into some stupid um, idea that they've got. I know, I can see, I've been watching this happen for, you know, since the 80s and we're, we're going into the loss of property, the loss of um, freedom, travel. It's happening. It's happening. But they'd rather you be in a conspiracy like on one of these things that I would not even fucking set fire to if they're on fire, piss on if they're on fire. The, um, these chat groups, uh, reddits and subreddits, you know, these are, these are net researchers where they can go in there and gabble about some, some, um, you know, it's real. No, it's fake. It's real. It's fake. They're doing the, uh, classic Bugs Bunny, um, uh, what Elmer Fudd routine. Fake, you know, flat, flat, round, flat, round, flat, round. That's all they're doing. Wait, completely wasting your time, whatever. Just look around your town, your city, see how expensive it is to do anything, drive anywhere, pay expensive uh, fuel bills, um, alcohol being taxed through the roof, cigarettes being taxed through the roof. Why is that so? Why is, why is nicotine such being demonised yet? Vaping seems to be going everywhere. And I am observing vaping like I've never, you know, like I'm watching people that seem to be, you know, quite fit and healthy walking down the road, uh, puffing on a vape in between walking in and out of, um, you know, strawberry flavoured um, nicotine hit. But I looked into the ingredients of those things and be told you don't want that shit in your body. The, you hear a smoker's cough on a 21-year-old, which I have done, and I want a relation of mine, it could be a sibling, a child, I should say, with a sm- kind of a smoker's cough, vaping. Now, vape is, it's got a, several um, compounds in it, probably uh, the, the equivalent of being eating um, uh, uh, vegetable oils. They, are, they do have a vegetable in there. Now, I can tell you now, by official statistics, when they learned how to uh, extract the vegetable oils out of the vegetable, hydrolyzed vegetable oils in the, I think, 1920, whenever they invented the margarine came out, heart attacks went through the roof. Seed oils, heart attacks go through the roof. Cancers go through the roof. Went through the roof, I should say. Yeah, so uh, just be be aware of what how many fucking imbeciles are out there trying to get you to um, look at something you shouldn't be looking at. Some wasting, wasting your fucking time useless, they're they're there for the money. Truth, there's no money in truth. No money in truth. You shouldn't be in fucking down this end of the thing if you want to make money out of people. All all you look to be is being a almost like a mini Alex Jones, like a traitor to the truth. That's what you look like and sound like, guaranteed. You need to be there, ask for help if you need it, to pay your bills. But uh, I don't think anyone that wants to earn money out of truth down this end of the fucking network, down this end of the network, very suspicious, very suspicious. Because I know, I know for a fact there is money in um, clickbait conspiracy theorists, but not down here, not down at the where the, you know, everything is fake or, you know, do not trust the media crowd. You're never going to make, you'll go broke. if you th- You've got to have a normal job. Anyone that has got a normal job, highly suspicious, highly suspicious. You've got to be earning money elsewhere because they're gonna, they will fucking snap 
your income gone very shortly, I would say? Or have you, um, the people that subscribe to you, uh, deemed as terrorists, fought terrorists? This is happening. You, you should see what's going on in New Zealand. I mean, the, the, the overlay of um, the mind virus that uh, IPS has been on about and on the money, on the money, that's what they're calling it now, a mind virus. So anyone that's down here asking for subscriptions to go behind any, any whatever, I'm, I, I'm very concerned about them, very concerned, because they are definitely there to waste your time because there is no money down here in truth, none. And if they really wanted to make money, they'd be up there in the mid, say, the, the Greg Carwood end of stuff, you know, where he's just, you know, doesn't want to go to work because he can't handle going to work. Uh, understandable understandable but he's just you know he's got some good stuff and some shit but he's making money out of it clearly go up that end down at the where you're talking about people have realized the the uh the cons on with a lot of stuff is being fake for sure but then there's a lot of stuff that is real so you've got to be able to dis- disseminate which is which which is which ohio which I got, you know, I said Oregon a couple of weeks ago, Ohio, another train crash. Are they just trying to get the word train crash into the um, lexicon of um, what's going on in America? Because it's certainly uh, everything you hear about out of America seems to be train crash, train wreck, which means the economy's, you know, going to tank, you know, um, it's it's on the way for sure. Um, I'm... um, I don't delve too much now into uh, once I see a story and I think, mm, you know, I don't spend too, I don't dwell too much, but I'd rather look at the ones that I can just see are 100% set up, 100% set up. And that's mainly the shootings, 100% set up the last 20 years. Um, the agenda is not so much to take guns off you as to get split the generations down, the, 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 like the flat earth, half. I want guns, the other half, I don't want guns. So they're splitting it down the middle, getting it arguing. And that's what I see down in this pointy end of the uh, conspiracy thing. People are just starting arguments or, you know, not being cohesive. Not being cohesive. IPS has a pretty cohesive uh, um, bunch on his Discord. There doesn't seem to be a lot of infighting and arguing. Fakeologists have had lots of fighting and arguing over the years. Mm, not some deliberate, some just because different personalities, but there's not a lot of cohesion there. It hasn't been for a while. Uh, I see um, some interesting people on there now. I, I, I don't really delve on it a great deal. I've already had, I've got a few issues out there in the real world that, that you know, that's in, it's in, it's, what's, what would be the word for it? It's just not worth getting into. So I'd rather, you know, Deal with real world problems, real world problems, not on screen net problems, and um, face the world like that and uh, learn how to um, deal with and pick the bullshit artists. That's the most important thing to be able to do. Pick who the bullshit artists are. You can hear it in their voices. Uh, I can very easily, very easily. There's an insincerity that they have when they're talking to you or, or talking to their audience, whatever they have, if they have an audience. Um, Mark Passio, um, 
I haven't been listening to him for a long time, but I do. I find him hilarious as to how angry he is. Um, apparently, there's a couple of uh, there's someone else is having a meltdown. Uh, Passio is apparently going a bit funny. But who blames him? Not me. But um, the uh, Astro, what's his name? The Astro theology guy from Australia. Um, can't remember his name. Never really listened to him. Uh, Italian sounding name. He's apparently having a real meltdown. I heard of all people, Max Egan was saying, had a very good interview with him on a Mark Devlin show. He's got a really good voice, but yeah, yet he seems to be probably wanted to keep some kind of uh, audience by saying that he, he thought the New Zealand shootings were uh, actually, you know, real mercenaries that went in there and shot up people. This is the thing, you're getting this divide and conquer, you know, half, uh, real fake, real fake, real fake. Um, to my mind, once they used that 33 code and, you know, you saw the footage, even in teens that I spoke to, you know, that had seen it uh, one night, no, they were, they were 18, group of 18-year-olds in the pub, they said it looked like just their computer games. That's the, all you needed to know. All you need to know. That's all it was. Poor, poor, poor CGI. And... Uh, one of, one of the games that they play all the time. That's what they, they watched it and they said they didn't think it was real because it looked like they're computer games. Bang, straight away. All you need to know. Um, anyway, wait, Ab's going to be on soon, so waste any more time. Waste any more time. And Johnny's List, thank you for backing me up. You must be listening on uh, fake11.com. Good man. Good man. We'll hear you on here eventually. Hear you on here eventually. Um, I'll mute and wait for Ab. The great fakeologist from Fakeologist Audio, fakeologist.com. Oh, actually, no, before I go, it's of interest. Oh, no, I'll wait for Ab. I'll wait for Ab. Be um, about 10 minutes. You won't notice it, though, because the Velo box will delete the blank. And I'm back. Rollo, I spoke to him couple of nights ago, this is the Rollo, information of Rollo, if anyone's interested. He's um, drinking heavily, coughing up blood, but still alive. There you go. Sounds like a um, fish that you've just caught, apart from the drinking heavily. But yeah, he's um, got a bit of a cough on him after he uh, went out, carried on. But he's um, he showed me 10 empty bottles, 10 empty bottles of vodka from three days. So he's doing pretty well, I would say, in the uh, vodka Olympics. That bottle shop must have really loved that guy. Two packets of smokes and 2.5 to three bottles of vodka over a period of, you know, the day and a half. It's pretty good going. No sleep. No sleep. Um, wasted. But he posts some really good um, stuff. He's still scanning the John Talks. And um, many of his YouTube people he loves. Uh, one of the shows I listened to the other night uh, while I was trying to sleep, I had a podcast in my ear and uh, was listening to the Mark Devlin shows, which I've missed. Again, he's, I like him as a person. Uh, I love his music. The, well, not all of it, but he's a good DJ. And, uh, but he keeps bringing them on. And who did he have again? Charlie Freak. 
Although I was sitting there going, hmm, it's interesting. Charlie Freak's now bringing up more, a lot of fakeologist stuff, you know, because he wants to appeal to the fakeologist types out there, including um, you're listening to Rick talking himself. Hi, this is Matthew. This is Maria Laquita. Mark Manuel. This is OBS. Noise level. Holly Wilson. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. You're listening to Rick talking to himself until Ab arrives very shortly. And I was just mentioning uh, on uh, Sunday the 5th of March 2023. How's that? Got it right? I think it's the 5th. Pretty sure. Are you Charlie Freak? Now, this guy has been on Devlin's shows and a number of others for four years. If you go back, I'd love to put a laugh track in between the conversation, which would be, it would be hilarious. Someone, someone that's clever about doing that, that would probably do it and make some money out of it. There you go, John LeBon. There's, an, there's, a, there's a hint for you to make some money. A funny YouTube, put a laugh track on any of the Q people and just put it out. Because that is funny if you know how to do that, which I don't know how to do it. I do, although I must say I've got a son up there who could do it for me and make some money out of YouTubes because a laugh track from these Q guys, that their prophecies, none of it has ever eventuated. None of it. And one in particular be the Charlie Freaks ones. Two weeks' time, there was going to be assassinations. All these famous people were going to be shot on live TV. Live TV, every all the stations were going to shut down and just sort of broadcast executions. He was saying that five, four years ago. So he's now been obviously doing a lot more research and probably hanging about down here. And he's one one of these people I'm talking about that are probably listening to the, the fakeologists and stealing bits and tid, tidbits, tidbits to make money. And EGI, he was a on the EGI stuff, he was, you know, almost it sounded like it was Mr. E talking. Um, he never said that before, but he's doing it now. But he's still bringing it in between. In between, he's bringing that, that Trump is, he, like this is a story, he said, Trump can't have just done what he wanted because everyone hated him so much. So he's waiting patiently to come in there and, you know, with the white hats, yes, he brings them up. Uh, IPS is really... Um, attack the Q movement perfectly, I think. He really has exposed them and some of the faces, and that includes Marcus Goldberg or Goldfinch. Sorry, not Marcus Goldberg. For instance, Marcus Finch, Goldfinch, um, as being the... just He'd just be a uh, foot soldier, you know, 50th down on the command, but he's been given three people to attack, and IPS has been one of them, and I definitely agree that he's been attacked because he's losing his platforms. More than anyone else that I've listened to, IPS has been absolutely ransacked and personally trolled by some trolls, you know, to cause them fear, to get you angry so that you start getting, saying nasty things back. Then these people will start playing what you said back to them. This is um, uh, gaslighting. Been through it in relationships before. This is how you, uh, you can be in a relationship and you get angry about something rather than scream and they take that phone down the pub and go, this is what I have to put up with. <laughs> and it's been done because, you know, yes, I do carry on sometimes. But, you know, it was for a reason. But it doesn't sound like that when you 
that these people, these trolls will just get your response and put it online. And it's happened to uh, Tim, pseudonym, whatever his real name is, Mr. Fakeologist. Be told. Good morning, sir. Be told. How are you, Mr. Fakeologist? Uh, good to hear from you. Wonderful to hear your dulcet Pretty, tone. I think I'm a little tiny bit under the weather. little tiny bit. I'm maxing out on my vitamin D since uh, we don't have sun yeah, in yeah, I'll be Canada. Doing you got to get the D down, yeah, be told, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure that the vitamins are real, the real thing to do, or <laughs> try and go natural. Well, God help but me. you know what I mean. Uh, You're kind of pharmaceutical. You know, I'm a mitochondria. Yeah. Are well, you a mitochondria? That, that was my term that I came up with myself. Because, yeah, and I've been swallowing anything that I think will help me. Is it, uh, what do you call it, uh, Placebo? I don't think so. Maybe, yes, some of the vitamins, but I'll tell you now, you've got to be very careful about when it says vitamin C on the packet. It's At the moment, majority of it's coming from China and it's been sourced from genetically modified um, corn wheat. Uh, sorry, corn corn syrup. So they're extracting oh, it from great. corn syrup. And it's not good for you. Mm, yeah. Not good for you. So I when you like, get a good one, you've got to go to a thought. health shop. Pay for it. Oh, okay. Mm, it's true. It's it, it, Yeah. But you will get some benefits out of it, but there might be bad benefits to it, so we don't know. All I know is bad that um, I, 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 I bet you bad benefit, bad, sorry, bad effects, bad effect. But yeah, um, I know if I'm pretty good with vitamin C. You got to get it, and it's sourced at the moment from Poland or somewhere like that. Manufactures a really good quality one, um, but you pay for in those for a good quality one, guaranteed. It's not cheap. The, the the ones that you see on the self, the Synovus and over here Swiss, uh, apparently aren't the same quality as you would if you went and got a um uh, a decent uh, absorbable one. And that guy on Crow Triple Seven, I can't remember his name, sounds a little bit dodgy because all he's doing is promoting his um, vitamin supplements on the show. Right, but it's a good but, business. Good business, I, huh? A well, recurring look, business. It, well, you. If you're if you're in the, down this end of the woods, you know the conspiracy theory uh, truth movement, and you've got you just have to look around at who's marketing certain substances. And Alex Jones is making uh, apparently millions of dollars from uh, his iodines and, and and putting fear porn about nuclear waste in the water. Remember that three years ago, four years ago, when the F- Fukushima, oh, is he? Fukushima, Alex Jones, you know, oh, oh yeah, you know, is, is iodine, you know, iodine pills, you know, he was bringing them up, the head the iodine soaks up radiation and it's coming because yeah. of the Fukushima, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so you've got to watch the money. That's what I'm on about before. People that are trying to make money out of truth, I'm very, very dubious out of because there's no money in it. You know, apart from the mid-range truthers that, are, that, that, aren't, that don't understand that media can be totally faked, they, they will be swallowing iodine because they think there's... Um, radiation um, from a nuclear war that's possibly going to start, you know, because a lot of the truth movement believe in nuclear bombs, guaranteed. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the ones that you've got to watch out for because, unfortunately, I, I, I'm there 100%. That there's never been a nuclear bomb or an atomic bomb, uh, toxic radiation, um, well, I was kind of, that was one of my early ones, just on the basis that the really rich people, 
would never allow uh, real estate to be contaminated for 20,000 years because it's That's all based right. on their real estate. And, yeah. And, and I, that was my logic that I used probably from the that 80s. That was excellent that, logic. I, yeah. Plus, how would they stay away yeah. from the radiation? Exactly. And if there was a dirty bomb went off in New York or whatever, and you know, look, you know, the richest people in the world, um, a lot of them live in New York um, and have done for Manhattan. many years. You know, the, yeah. Manhattan, there's families, families there that have been, you know, that black nobility um, traders, that they don't get their names mentioned in any um, uh, broadcast. That's right. You, you'll hear about the, the Rockefellers, obviously, because they've obviously been paid an awful lot of money to take the tom- rotten tomatoes, like the, like the, you know, the, the, the prime ministers and presidents of countries. They're, they're paid off to take. They must be told, like, you're going to get fucking absolutely attacked for your views, but we're going to give you this, and you're going to have all of this afterwards. And there's going to be, you can go off and live in this. There'll be somewhere where they can all go and live in peace, you know, some island Patagonia. near Antarctica or Patagonia. Yeah, that's a that's very valid. That um, Patagonia thing that was, uh, I think, Gaia, so. I think was mm, oh, very valid, extremely valid, and it's you know beautiful and pristine. Land. And then just look at who was investing over there. Look at who was buying up. <laughs> there was all these Soros, Clintons, you know, well-known families that are, you know. Yeah, there's a there, there. There's a there, there. And, and that's those names that got mentioned. Forget about the ones, the Vanderbilts. and well, They've still got all the money that they ever had. And they made it from chemicals in the First World War. That's where the uh, huge sums of money were made. Uh, and these people have castles still. They live in castles. They just, yeah. All you have to do is go, go and buy a book on th- the best gardens in the world, right? And then have a look at the photos and look at who – and they'll say who owns the property. It'll be some Italian lord, you know, Viscount, whatever. That's his property. And you'll see this sprawling – a castle with sprawling land that's been in the, their family for – Hundreds of years, Did, not a Rockefeller. Probably owns more money than Rockefeller or um, Rothschild. But um, yeah, it's yeah. Just it, type I, in the top myself. ten landowners in the United States. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Gates is on that list. There's many no, I families think. I haven't heard those names. For instance, the biggest landowner I think is a forestry magnet in Western the United States. He owns just tons of land. It might not be farmland, but it's land. So you could, it's you could land. type that Look, in. It's like, yeah, oh, for sure. And I've been listening to, I think it was Johnny Vedmore. Uh, I don't want his show is called, but he got interviewed by Mark Devlin and Ed Opperman. And they allowed him, uh, Opperman particularly, he's actually not a bad interviewer. And he let him just ramble on about all his, um, the names he's been researching and say, it took. He said it took him six weeks to do Kyle Schwab. He said all his background had been scrubbed off the internet, and he oh, said yeah. he, he had to ha- go. He had to go through. The, the, they're from Schwabville or Schwab, where, where his family came from was somewhere called Schwabville, and he said it's the equivalent of finding a, a huge country called Smith, and then finding out which Smith he belonged to, because the Schwab's a, it's a really big name, and then he found his father, and then traced his mother's background and stuff like that. And then he said that after he did that research, Wikipedia had to add it because so many people had started looking into it and saying, 
why isn't this guy's name mentioned? Is why is his father not there? And they'd they'd carefully scrubbed Schwab for the last, I think fifteen years prior to him coming on the scene is on the internet. Yeah. They made He's sure been around since the seventies though. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And his, he, so he was, a, you know, he went to Harvard University because his father insisted that was the only university because he had degrees from every different university beforehand. But he went to Harvard and um, got under Kissinger's wing. And then Vedmore went and researched Mrs. Kissinger. So I had no idea. So I've, it, it is so smart. Just look at their parents and who their parents are. And Mrs. Mrs. Kissinger was the is a man. she sourced. Oh my God, that is the manliest. Woman I ever saw. Oh no 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 no! I'm talking about his mother, not his wife. His wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is this is his mother, Mrs. Kissinger. You know, whatever in that real All life. Right. She she was sought for some incredibly powerful dynasty that I think founded Israel. One of the original founders of Israel. She was his uh, kosher food saucer. She used to go out and get coat, make sure all his food was kosher, so it wasn't. Uh, you know, because they have to eat kosher. Um, and she also was a bit of a player as well, but not as big a player as I sent you the thing is, um, uh, Betty Ford Aquino, the, uh, the Michael Aquino's mother. That, that story is just absolutely fascinating. And that's Stephen Snyder that found all that out from, I forget the name of his show, but again, Ed Offerman interviewed him. Again, allowed him carte blanche to just, he doesn't, say or query anything he just says go for it and the mrs aquino was tied in with so much stuff including the the theosophists and was a very heavy founder or, or contributor and she was quite wealthy to the pacifica radio network which definitely was a theosophical theosophical society thing and again back to the royal american navy oni they 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 were the ones that founded the global radio networks, AM radio networks back in the day, and then FM afterwards. And Mrs. Aquino, uh, her story is just fascinating. So I've put it on, I've put it on recommended podcasts. I did send yeah, you a link right. to one you of them. Yeah, you always listen to Ed Opperman weekly, I guess, don't you? That's no, no, weekly, no, listened, no, I sh- no, I used to, and then I stopped for a couple of years after he annoyed me about COVID. But, you know, he was another COVID pusher. And oh, a socialist okay. pussy, you know. He, yeah, and he argued. He actually argued and said to me, you know, we we're just, just, you know, online talking about um, global. Uh, sorry, the twenty thirty agenda. And he said he's actually sat and read everything as an investigated would. And he said he cannot find a single thing in that that he considers to be suspicious. And I went, well, unless you, you know, you understand double talk, double think. I can't argue with you because obviously they're not going to put. Yes, we're going to do this. They're going to put it in a, a roundabout way, um, you know, in, in, in the actual United Nations brochures, which he, he was reading these are from. They're extremely clear. They're extremely no, clear. Exactly. Well, that, that, well that, that, so, so, okay, that was, f- that was five years ago, right? So I'm talking about, so now they, they've been a lot more clear about their agendas now uh, after Rosa Corey. And I tried to get him, I said, ask her, why don't you get her on the show? But he never yeah. got back to me, and then I'd stop listening to him for a while. But I've gone back and just out of interest listened to him. He's had some really good interviews in between a lot of self-promotion for his more crime-related stuff. But um, he, he's, he's still still been doing some good stuff. And Stephen Snyder uh, and um, Johnny Vedmore, really good. I, I like them. Um, 
I enjoy that stuff because, yeah, I'd, I'd say I don't trust them 100%, but they drop a few little links or um, what do you call it, Easter eggs in their show that they might not realise. And, and I jump on spot that because I've already listened, I've already heard what they're saying mostly, but then they'll say something about, and one of them was a civil action or civil, def- whatever it's called, the civil, I've sent it to you, one I'd never heard before, it's called the civil action group or whatever. And they were, I, I would say, the other people running the psyops in America now because um, that was, uh, um, Michael Aquino was heavily involved with them. And they're an American-based think tank um, that sound like they could be the ones running a lot of these operations that we're going through with the shootings and um, stuff like that. Because that was all Aquino's, you know, psychic mind war, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the attacking people's minds rather than actually doing anything by just deliberately misinformation everywhere. So, uh, yeah, recommend that show. So, have you had any good interviews? I haven't. I, yeah, do yourself a favour. I said it. Again, you, you can't trust everyone 100%, but you can get good information yeah, out of someone. I've heard of the name of yeah, well, thought, many times. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been on about him since, since 84, 85. But he's and, gone, um, right? He committed suicide. Yeah, he shot his, blew his brains out two years ago. Oh, great. Um, he was on. Like, him and his wife, Lilith, came on um, Oprah after they brought up the... Um, because he was working at the, out of the Presidio, Presidio, whatever it's called, and there was all these rumours about Temple of Set, child abuse, and, you know, stuff like that. Going, I'm talking about way before the internet came out. This is in the 80s, just on the conspiracy tapes and magazines and stuff that were going around. Very hard to research when, back in those days where you couldn't actually find it. But so this guy, he's this isn't net research he's done. He's gone back into... Um, uh, Mrs. Aquino, Mrs. Betty Ford Aquino, that's her name. And he actually went to oh, the really? town that she was from. Yeah, because she ran and broadcast and talked on radio. And he actually went there and got the, the you know, the, through whatever you do, you know, the, arch, you know the, the archives of radio in some area and got broadcast and stuff of what she'd written for newspapers from old libraries. Um, he, like, he's done real research, not online stuff, because I'm telling you now, I, an, an online research is only getting you 50% of the truth. You've got to go and find hard, go into a library, uh, old newspapers, uh, old papers, uh, council council notes, where they do keep these things for, le- for legality. You know, there's legal reasons why they would keep all their old the information. Uh, it might be on microfiche or whatever you've got to do. Very time-consuming, because sadly you just can't knock it out on the internet anymore. In my mind, yeah, maybe you can, or maybe you can't. So anyway, how's so your how's the weather? Is it warmed up slightly? Oh, let me tell you about it. But just give me five minutes if you don't mind, Rick. Just yeah, good. Five that, that suits me. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll mute. I will mute. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I'm Original Simulant from Florida. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist. Ah, motherfucker. Oh, what a legend. Original simulant, Russ, Danger, Russ. Fantastic. You're listening to Rick and Ab on uh, March the, just double checking, yep, Sunday the 5th, 2023. 
And uh, we're just discussing um, Mrs. Aquino, Mrs. Betty Ford Aquino. Now, this is, is the Betty Ford Clinic something to do with Mrs. Aquino? Was it named after her other than any other? I think there's a there there. And yes, I am a conspiracy theorist. Badge number 2733-2733. That's what's on the badge. Frank the Salt Guy, hopefully he'll pop in a bit later. If he's listening. He's usually listening. Good man. Johnny's list listening. Good man. The Australian contingent. And we've got, uh, I do believe, uh, Critical Sinker is in the wonderful country of Australia for the first time in many years with his little boy and his wife. And uh, hello to them if they listen. Wonderful. Ho- hopefully they can do a road trip or a trip. And uh, you've got free accommodation if you want, be on this way, because I'm often not here. But if I'm here, you can come and stay. There you go. Offers there. And anyone that's, uh, you know, not anyone, but anyone I think that's worthy. I've, off- I've put the offer out there for pretty much everyone that's um, on, if, um, on the show that travels and comes from Australia. If they're there, we'll catch up, come and stay. Yeah. Even uh, I've had, um, yeah, no, I think I've had Rollo here. That, that's, that was always interesting, let me tell you. I've stayed at his house. That's always interesting. Uh, but, yeah, it's wonderful to um, be on the Fake Olders Radio, Fake Olders Network, which has been going out for since, God, 2012, 2013, I do believe. And my good, the legends that we've uh, seen come and go. Um, some still listen. We've got Napoleon Wilson. I just saw one of his YouTubes today. Very Batman orientated. Uh, who's, he was uh, a very interesting one, I saw. He's a very prolific YouTuber. Anyway, I'll just wait for Ab to come back. Uh, actually, I'll just find out this name of the secret, not, not secret society, the one that I was just talking about before. I'll get their correct name. Okay, the Civil Affairs Committee, C-A-C, C-A-C. That's um, three, one, three, three, one, three for those into that. What else did I spot the other day, uh, num- fun, funny number-wise? Well, I mean, I go on about care all the time because that is basically 11 nine with a pyramid, but it's also 11, nine, um, one as well, 11, nine, one. If you look at it as A being a one, which is 19, that backwards 19, uh, 19, 11. Um, this, I mean, honestly, if you can't see the uh, astro babble being inflicted on us, these days, via car logos, corporate logos, etc., 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 you have no hope. You have no hope because it's everywhere. And once you see it, and it's very interesting, you can't go anywhere without spotting it. Of course, you look mad to normal people, normal people, when you start pointing at things and they can't see it, and they, or nor do they care. But anyway, wait for that. I'm wasting my time here talking to myself. All right, we're back. Thank you, Rick, for waiting. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Rick is uh, reloading. No, he's, his, here. Uh, he's here. He's here. Yeah, it's my, yeah. yeah the weather yeah, has been uh, frightful. Frightful weather. Frightful weather. Yesterday we 
canceled most of our work because wow. we had a pretty pretty big load Friday night into Saturday. We had a foot of super wet snow, which weighs a ton. So that yep. shut everything down overnight anyway. So it affected all my work why did, Saturday. Why do people live in Canada? That's what I keep asking. I don't it must know. Be beautiful, Larissa. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. When is it beautiful? I don't know. I don't know. I ask that all the time. Been, Why are we here? Yeah. We have resources. We I have minerals, but there is no point now in the new world order because they don't allow us. The United Nations is telling mm -hmm. us we can't use any of it. So, yeah, what? why Why is anyone here? It's a great question. Because if you can't harvest the resources, then what, what uh, are we doing here? Well, it just staggers me that people from India and places like that would move to a country that cold because surely to God an Indian kind of cold when they're from a... I think they... Like I think a lot of them go back. They harvest the money from here and then they leave when they have enough money because their money goes quite a bit farther once they uh, collect oh, it over yeah. here. Yeah. Well, I've worked out now while, fact, while there's so many Indians I'm not, Well, yeah, I'm not... If you think about it, like I, obviously most of uh, the people around the airport where I work are Indians. It's just a, it's just a straight-up fact. But well, I would do wonder, yeah. you know... When they do work here, and they do work hard, they accumulate wealth. But I wonder how much of it leaves the country and goes back to where they're from, because naturally people go back to where they're from. You're not going to stop that. So there's got to be a huge drain of wealth that they put back into their houses back there and their family back there. But it kind of it's like a capital flight to me. It just leaves the country, and that that can't be good, can it? Well, do you? If you if you look at the um, the the uh, World Economic Forum's projected the two wealthiest countries most po sorry mo most populated countries at the end of at 2050 or the end sorry the end of the next century or whatever or this century yeah they've China said and in India. India no no not China Inter interesting I India and a, a African country like Tanzania or something like that it's it's a West yeah. African country so they're obviously and I know for a fact that that's where the Chinese are moving all a lot of industrial stuff. But they, what they are doing is emptying the West African countries out of where they are so that they're getting sent over here or there or wherever. So there seems to yeah, be Yeah, but they all go back to... I know a lot of people from Ghana. Canada has a lot of Ghanaians, Ghana. all Most of them go back. They go back every year. That's another country where... If you make a decent wage in Canada, you can live like a king in Ghana, straight up. Oh, of course you can. Can, can you imagine it? It'd be incredible. But I'll, you I'll tell have, you a really interesting. You can have thing. you can have a fully staffed home of five servants. Uh, yeah, it's it's. They all, I, they, maybe your they money's all have, ten they, times. They, yeah. Well, let me just say, most of Africans seem to me they have servants. When I've spoken to, you know, I've got a couple of clients yeah. that are from um, South Africa, and they're living in Cape Town. And she, one oh, of, wow. one of them, their, their, their mum comes over, and I, I chat to her on a very regular basis because she's got now four kids here with grandchildren. She comes over regularly. She says she's got a servant. She, you know, she doesn't call her a cleaner or a cook. She's a servant. You know, offhandedly, that's a, no, a normal thing to have over there. That's the way it is, I guess. A lot of kind of countries like that 
have that um, extra help. But I have to say this, that I um, yesterday I jumped in the did a big, massive drive back home. I drove to Sydney and came back yesterday and I was driving to uh, pick my um, youngest son up from into Port Macquarie and I switched on the radio, which I normally do not do unless it's a community station. But I, I picked up, it was either a ABC or a some, some kind of, might, might have been an independent station and they were interviewing a Chinese guy from Shanghai and it was very interesting because he was saying, talking about the population um, growth plummet in in China. And he's saying the reason, he's explaining, he was explaining his reason why it was. Because when, when Shanghai got locked down last last year, it was they, they said yeah. the worst lockdown anyone had ever had in the whole world so far was the Shanghai lockdown, where it was six months in your, it was, it was months, whatever. It could have been a year, I don't know, but it was, you were locked in your house and there were people starving because the food wasn't getting delivered and there were incidents. And he was saying there was a viral video got released on one of their local, uh, what was it, uh, whatever their things. And it was a, a, a couple with WeChat or something had gone out to get food and the police had come around to his house and they were screaming at him to get back in. And he was, and they were said to him, the, the police officer said in Chinese, because he had it apparently clearly marked his police on his um, white, you know, yeah. on his uh, suit that he was wearing. And he said to the guy, he said, if you don't go back in here and stay in here, we will punish you for three generations. And <laughs> I, but look, that's the kind of threat. Uh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> he turned around and he said, we are the last generation. And, and you know, this is the, the guy that wanted to go out and try and get food for his children. And he, he said that after that went viral, now talk about perfect a perfect um, disinformation, you know, a viral video. It went to so many people, and they said in the last six months or whatever, the last two months, the Chinese population growth index has gone down to one point one six. Now, what? Turn that upside down. That number one point one six. No, I don't know. That's you'll, funny. Yeah, yeah. But it had gone down from nine something or other. Funnily enough, down to one point one six. But he was saying that most of the Chinese. Don't want to have children if they can't go out and if they can see this going on forever, it's causing people not to want to have children. So what do you see there? There's a perfect thing result from these viral videos and these lockdowns. It's creating a negative attitude in the young and or anyone really not to have children because they, they don't want them to have to go through what they're going through. So That's this is feeding into now, the, isn't it? That's worldwide, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I told you, a good friend of mine, uh, ex-teacher, I was having coffee with her uh, in, um, in Sydney, and she was telling me what she went through in Saigon, or whatever it's called now. Um, yeah. Uh, two years, two years ago, she she was saying they couldn't leave for a, they had a one month lockdown. They couldn't leave their apartments, and that they were rationing the other people in the block of units. Where you, you got eleven, get this eleven items that you're allowed to try and order, and you might get three of those at the end of the week. And she said that just a piece of orange was like a to them it was like having gold because they hadn't had fresh fruit for this is after the third week or whatever it was. And she said she looked out her window and and I know what Saigon's like. I mean it's just. The, the hustle and bustle you've never seen before. It's just 
motorbikes and screaming cars and and traffic and uh, people selling butchers park on the side of the road, chopping up meat and you know selling it to the public. The, she said she could throw a pin out a window and she would be able to hear it hit the ground. She said there was no one on the streets. So this actually does does happen in these countries. It's not a joke. Yeah, you know, Thailand too. They cut Thailand, Thailand off. Thailand is the same. Videoing uh, yeah, the Thai yeah. areas, completely abandoned. Yeah. The markets and whatnot. And, yeah. these, are, yeah. and these, are, these are countries where, I kid you not, just, just across the road, even, there's no such thing as a stop go, you know, like a, one of those things. They just, you just try and get across the road if you can. And the busy, the, the, these are hives of like factories and everyone's on motorbikes because they can't afford cars. You know, these are the uh, World Economic Forum, um, uh, wet dreams. These countries like Hanoi, Vietnam, Thailand. That, that's the World Economic Forum's one of that kind of, no one's, no one owns a car. So you got a one motorbike with five people on the motorbike getting to work, literally. Yeah. You know, mum and dad and three kids on the motorbikes. I took a great photo in Hanoi of a mum and dad on a 100 kilometres an hour freeway with their two kids in between them, no crash helmets. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, and so when anyway, so this is where we're down at this end of the, you know, news is fake, news is fake stuff. I'm telling you, the, the, the lockdowns were proof that real things can happen and the lockdowns were real. We went through it. You went through it. You lost your, you know, your mother wouldn't let you come to see her. So we, we can't yeah, forget oh yeah, the last three. So we, we cannot forget the last three years and go on to this. Oh, it's fake. You know, it's, if it's on the news, it's fake. Cause unfortunately the lockdowns were a real thing. The, the businesses that were literally sent bankrupt with, particularly in Canada. The food industries, the cafes, um, and now we've got supply lines and supply chains doing the same thing. The, the, as for the yeah. trains in Ohio, don't you, do you think it's just a narrative train wreck, train wreck, train wreck going into people's heads and it just stays in there, you know, that we're in a train wreck? Yeah, well, Frank and um, I talked Lynn, about it. We had Lynn on the show last week, and oh, uh, I really liked Tom take. Yeah. Well, she sort of sounded yeah, like what you are talking yeah, she gets she got pretty okay. angry with her little uh, full message. Yeah, you should listen. You'd like it. You like Lynn, of course. But um, yeah. she, I like Tim Osmond's take on the whole thing regarding. I, mm. I, oh, I tried to watch White Noise, which is the movie they allegedly that they created around that area. Uh, yeah, he said the, it's really. Pa- it's, he said it's very painful. It's painful. I, I couldn't watch it. Watch. It's it's that bad. It's just a bunch of ideas, really bad ideas, really bad scripting, really bad acting. I I couldn't watch it. That that was torture, and I had to delete. I deleted it right off my server right away. Well, that's, look, 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 just look. horrid, Rick. If this is the if this is content on Netflix, I'm glad I don't have yeah. Netflix. It's awful. I don't have Netflix. I don't watch any of this stuff. Like, I, 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 sadly, I'm not a good researcher when it comes to watching Netflix or TV because I've said this outright. That yeah. These things oh, are going into your brain, and and oh, and you're getting. I wouldn't a, let it in my a, brain. Flick. I stopped it at the door. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It's yeah. It's 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 going in there, and you're looking at images like The Walking Dead and these other shows that my kids binge watch. Um, I refuse to watch them. I don't. I don't care. I know that basically it's basically it's feeding it's psychically driving and 
some kind of visual thing that you don't need in your garbage. Head. It's like eating garbage. Well, that's what um, Stan. We got over here. We got Stan, which is again, I'll say now, my, my, it's Satan. It's S A T A N as S A T N scrabbled. Uh, we've got Netflix and we've got um, Prime, which we talked about last week. Prime. Guess what it's doing? It's priming you for your indoctrination. Yeah. Guess what? Our, you know, you know, to change the subject. But when we were at school over in New Zealand, we were called when you first go to primary school, which is called primary school. You're in a primer. Yeah. We'll call you prime, primer one, primer two. You know, they're actually telling you we're priming you for your, you know, the brainwash. Indoctrination. And now the TV shows indoctrination, and you get your doc, your, your doctorate from university. The you know, which is uni university one. You're fully indoctrinated. You can teach yeah, indoctrination. And then, and then, when you're indoctr- that's right. And then they and they put a square cube on the top of your head. And a Masonic um, cape, mortarboard, yeah, on top of your head, but it's it's a cube at the top when you look down on it. Yeah. Um, Was that Saturnalia? It's so obvious. Yeah, guaranteed, hundred percent. But yeah, after the break, we're listening to Rick and Ab. After the break, Rick and Ab. Yeah, give us a. They guided me with psyops, psychological operations. They guided me with psyops. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Song. You're listening to Rick and Maybe it is, yeah. Be told. Be told on Fakeologist Radio, Fakeologist.com on Sunday the 5th of March, 2023. A Rollo update. We'll bring it up again. Yeah, I've spoken to him. He's in. He showed. He sent me a picture of ten empty bottles of vodka from three what? days. Ten. How's that yeah. possible? It's, he's coughing up blood. So there you go. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. 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 And I said to him, Rollo, do you think? I said, do you think you should maybe have a break? And he's like laughing away, coughing in between laughing. He's got a death wish. Death yeah, wish, got- my friend. Death wish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no arguing that 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 one. And he um, what's he been doing? Sitting on the balcony, drinking heavily, and um, that's about it. Hopefully, not driving oh, anywhere. That. Oh, mm. that's too. Yeah, sad. So nothing. Nothing. Positive. I'm listening to the he, opposite he, he, of that information. I'm listening to the wonderful Barbara O'Neill, an Australian health woman who uh, has a. Oh man, I think she's up to in the thirties with her health series on a channel I listened to just really, really good, Rick. If you want to just get a bit of dose of health information. Is it on, really, is it on, um, Faco tube? I put some of it on, I put some of it on Faco tube. I didn't read. She just, she has a whole course that she videoed and it's free and we're in the thirties. I've missed a bunch. So now I'm going to go backwards and start listing again, but she talks about water. She talks about salt. She talks about, poultices she's just a real naturopath mm. it's very interesting you always every time you listen you pick up a little tip and we just she's oh, just talking look. about water and and dehydration now it's the source of so much illness oh, because people are dehydrated and you can yeah, cure one of my, or at least one of my me, sons, ameliorate one of my sons arthritis 
Yeah. Mm. Just drink, for God's so, sakes. Drink uh, water. You don't have to well, drown you yourself. The smartest, thing, the smartest thing I've yeah. ever seen is in a couple of, um, I think they're offices or that, that might have been a house I went to. Yeah. They, have, they had a sticker, the sticker above the toilet, and it says your urine color. And it's, and it's got right, four different that, colors. Right, I've seen that too, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that Unless it's clear, it's you're dehydrated. If there's any color, sorry, there should be a kind of a, a, a not so clear. A, a light yellow. Light yellow. Yeah, light yeah, yellow. Which means you're excreting toxins and stuff. That's what your urine's got, got in it. But um, if you've yeah. got bright yellow and you haven't been swallowing vitamins, you, you, you are definitely um, uh, haven't been drinking enough yeah. water. And I, and, and I have to say, in, in my own case, I have been that way before because if you're having a coffee or a cup, a few cups of tea a day, that is a diuretic, which is actually leaching. That's right, dehydrates you. Yeah, so, it's very bad. And, the only, and two, the only my, tea she recommends I, is herbal tea because they don't dehydrate because they don't have the tannins and they don't have the caffeine. Correct, yep, correct. And that's sad because I love black tea. And I have to say this, though, black tea does have a lot of benefits to it. Green tea certainly does, I know, but um, black tea does. Is green tea herbal tea? As well. I think green tea is herbal yeah. tea, I think. Yeah, and white tea, yeah, the first of the tips is white tea, green tea. But uh, look, I keep hearing anecdotal evidence of people that have um, fought off cancers and they've taken green tea. Green tea is a real powerful antioxidant. It's got no caffeine in it right. whatsoever, none. Mm. And um, okay. it tastes or terrible. It tastes, uh, yeah, no green tannins. tea isn't no, no bad. Yeah. Well, it just tastes terrible. But um, if you want to sleep, chamomile obviously is fantastic. If you want, there's yeah. every single uh, just give me one sec, Rick. Rick, you can keep talking. I'll listen. But I'm just. Oh, I'll keep. Yeah, we'll keep talking about tea. <laughs> Being a bit of a tea drinker myself. Um, if you look on, um, there's nettle tea. There's red clover. Tea. So if you've got a really bad Rollo, for instance. Here we go. If I was Rollo's doctor, I'd be telling him to drink red clover tea, Chinese herbal red clover tea, because that clears phlegm and gunk out of your body. And having spent forty, at least forty years ish, on as a you know using Eastern medicine when I can, their whole thing is removal of inflammation. Inflammation. It, we want inflammation. Inflammation. That's the prisoner parody. Information. The um, inflammation is not your friend. And so t- turmeric and all these other things taste fantastic. You know, you make have turmeric tea, you can have hot turmeric. These things re- reduce infl- inflammation. Inflammation is not your friend. Inflammation is causing arthritis. Inflammation is causing uh, kidney issues, et cetera, et cetera. So flooding yourself with water is something I've been doing. I talked to my son who's a dehydrated himself, drinks, loves soft right. drinks. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah that's, those are diuretics. Oh, they he, have uh, glucose and phosphoric oh. acid. And, Look, uh, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a real baffle. Caffeine. Caffeine, yeah. Yeah, of course I do. And I was lucky as a, uh, when I was a teenager I wanted to have clear my. I didn't like pimples and things like that, so I was always right. drank water out of the tap. I, I drank water right. from a very young age. I did, did not like um, what most kids, you know, parents were buying um, flavored cordials and um, 
whatever. I never ever did that. I always just drank water. And I've spoken to several people I know that have had cancer over the years. And I said to them, did you drink a lot of water? And they all said, no, they would never drink water. Right. And so there's a... She there's gave a an there, example there. of a Jamaican guy that went to the Bronx who used to work in the fields, drank lots of water. He came to New York, Bronx. All he did is drink soda. And the guy needed... The guy had kidney problems. He yes. Because he didn't have any money, he couldn't go on dialysis. And she found out because she he just... All he drank was soda. Because obviously between yep. water and soda, soda is more interesting. But it destroys your kidneys over time. It's crazy. Just soda, well, pure I, soda I, all the time. Because it can't I, your kidneys can't keep up with the poison. No. No, they can't. They and that's up. what they're there for. So you can Now, interesting, my knowledge of Chinese medicine is pretty good. It's not, I'm no expert, yeah. but it's pretty good. And my, my doctor said to me, because I've got my doctor that I've had for 40 years, Chinese as a doctor of Western and, and Chinese medicine. So he's got both qualifications. And he actually can speak to him because he, he likes to talk about stuff. And he said to me, with the liver, he said, and there's, they don't have the word for it. He said he couldn't explain the word for it in Chinese, but he said, if they see, a doctor sees that your liver's not functioning, he said that they call it, it's more like misery in their word, Chinese word, because the, the liver, if your liver's not right, and that's the, the, the boss of your It'll kill you. Your system, that's right, and and it causes all these other organs to malfunction. And so, if oh your liver God, yeah. is basically filtering out high fat, you know, like what I'm talking about, fats, I'm talking about, you know, your, and bad oils and stuff like that. If it's struggling, Toxins, you're going to be miserable. Talk. You're going to be, yeah, yeah, you're going to be miserable, and unhappy. And all the good researchers that I've seen that have been done anti-cancer stuff over the years, the one target they said you've got to clean your liver and gallbladder out because those are the things that are causing yeah. most of your issues and other. And it's easy to do. It's just simple fasting, and then you you take um a, a, a basically you pick a night to do it where you can be near a toilet because that's what they say, and it's probably quite true. But you add um Epsom salts, pure uh, lemon juice, and olive oil into a drink and you just drink it over a period of six hours, one every hour and it will clear wow. out you, it'll push, it pushes out all the, the fats that are built up in the liver and the, and the gallbladder and excrete it all um, and you'll feel 100% better and yes, it, I did that when the lockdowns were on, I couldn't go anywhere, I got acupuncture and I did the liver, uh, liver cleanse and I felt 100% better, 100% better, because my liver was place, because I'd started, I thought, well, vodka's probably not a nice clean thing to drink. Uh, not not like Rolo levels, but I stopped drinking beer and I was having a few vodkas. My, my liver count went up four times, literally, From so I can't drink vodka. It doesn't work. Uh, probably all the years of eating, you know, crappy foods that I'd, when I was doing night work and having McDonald's chips and things like that. At two in the morning, that yep. never helped. Hey, shout out! I but think yeah, I saw Lilyfield, Australia, <laughs> listening. I think it's near Sydney, and uh, I saw Vale something, which is Adelaide. So shout out to you guys! I think Napoleon's that's, listening that's now. Johnny's list. Johnny's, Johnny's list. list. Hey, and, Johnny's and, list. Uh, when are you going to call in? Should that's I have him right, call in? I'm in a while. <laughs> He's been um, on, putting some good stuff when he, pop, he he pops up and he was me and Rollo and him chatted the other day. But of course, you know he had that you know that mythical 
he'd hit the the second bottle of vodka and was all over the place. And he can just change the subject into something that's not um, worthwhile very easily. But when, in the mornings, that. he's really good. Oh, yeah, as you know, as you know. And no, the I music pod got... is uh, gone, so his favorite toy is no longer. <laughs> so, I'm just, so I'm just adding pure Tasmanian water into a cup from where Johnny come oh. lately is from, pure Tasmanian water. Tasmania is a place that I do believe the elites are buying up properties left, right and centre, um, same yeah. as South Island of New Zealand. <clears throat> yeah. Um, why? Because it's um, the water's so clean there and the, there's oh, little wow. pollution. Sorry, I'm just... Go ahead. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah, no, I'm, just, yeah, no, I'm just roaming around the Part kitchen. Part of the show. But yeah... Oh, yeah, we've had um, really bad weather here. Just uh, big. I used to have on my the, iPhone the biggest. And I wettest. used to have Ontario. Yeah. I used to I, on my iPhone, which I haven't got anymore. My, I used to have um, uh, Ontario just just out of interest, you know, to see what it was like. Oh, over beautiful! There. Yeah, and I was. You should, yeah. Well, but I was Put staggered to see some of the the, the, the temperatures that that um, people are going through over there. You know, like it was. Parts like it was minus twenty five, minus you know, incredible. Um, I just wouldn't. I don't know how. Sorry, I just don't know how you cope with that kind of level. It must be Scottish genealogy, or or um, yeah, you know. How else could you cope uh, with that all the time? Right, yeah. I don't know how the Southeast Asians do it because they're from a hot climate, as you said. Yeah. What about the and the Philippines? There's lots of Filipinos. People there yeah, that yeah. are from a country that's working in nursing, oh, caring, country, teaching. Yeah. That's right. Very that's warm right. country, but and they mostly Canada, are in Winnipeg, it, which is the center of Canada, and that's cold. It's one of the coldest places, but it's also the sunniest city in Canada. Um, yeah, uh, let's go back to one of, your, one of your greatest interviews ever. Back, oh, was thank with you. Frank. Oh no, I'm telling you, Frank. <laughs> Alstana, Frank, Frank Elbow, is it Frank Elbow? Right. Am I right? What happened to him? Yeah. I don't know, but I still talk about Astana to people because they have no idea, and I'm talking text here that they've got no idea of the architecture in Astana. And I said to one guy who is well travelled and you know hates me being a conspiracy theorist, and he said. He goes, there's no money. He goes, he looked up, he just Googled average wage of Stan. It was like $4 an hour or, you know, whatever. Wow. And I said, what's got, that's got nothing to do, that's got nothing to do with the price of fish. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, and God knows what they cost there, but why would they spend so much money using these Japanese architects that, um, from that same firm that did the uh, Twin Towers to build these monoliths and pyramids and buildings that are literally self-generated power from some kind of plant that they're growing inside the building that, they gener- that powers all their lights. Elbow was talking about that, you know, when, when you talk. Chris Kendall also interviewed him as well. So he was re- right, re- relegated. Right. A, a, a guy that should have been on the front pages of mainstream media talking about this wonderful new green uh, carbon neutral city that's there's no nuclear power, no coal fire power or whatever. Why was he only interviewed by you? And Chris Kendall, because there's some, there's a big there there that the mainstream media will not touch. 
Um, they don't want you to know about Astana at all. That is a, and that's why. Yeah, I've, I've never really heard good. of Astana once since then. No, I you I would yeah, try, I have to look they, it up again to see they, where the heck it is. On top of it's Kazakhstan, of course, and right. Um, and when is Kazakhstan yeah, and, ever in the news? How about never? Well, yeah, well, well. Guess guess what they did at the site. I've already talked about this, obviously, but Borat brought up that he was from Kazakhstan. He was married to his sister, and or you know, he slept with his sister. Right. And like, like, it was all this neg- total negative mainstream from from a guy who was definitely in Mossad. I would say one hundred percent. Oh yes, uh, yes. That plays. Right, he's a you know he his damage control on America, making Americans look stupid, is one hundred percent set up. Oh, you know, it's disgraceful. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's not even yeah, funny. Yeah. And how it's not funny. And even my um son said he goes, "Oh, that's, that's not funny." You know, even though because very offensive, uh, you know, kind of um, rude and unpolitically correct stuff that he did. And yeah, he can be funny. Yes, yes, he's got some funny stuff, but. I picture him as being a disinformation troll of the highest magnitude you've ever seen. Yeah. Because he yeah. ran down a star. Uh, it, he never mentioned a starter, but he mentions Kazakhstan all the time. And you know, you know, you know, my sister. You know, he talks about his, you know, sister. You know, is the best prostitute in the area. And what? There's, there's Frank Albo, a from Winnipeg. I do believe. Yeah. Winnipeg. That's why I mentioned him. Yeah. 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 A highly intelligent, incredibly credible researcher on architects and architecture who contacted the prime minister or the, who had the head of Astana who said, thank you for acknowledging us. Come over here and I'll show you around. Flew there, wrote a beautiful book on it. Yet only the, and, and I keep saying this, the pointiest end of the conspiracy crowd knew about him. And that's, where we are roaming around, staggering about. Well, I appreciate it. Maybe I'll have to call him back. Oh, put it on. Yeah, call him back, and but put and because I've spoken to. Um, there's a, a takeaway place I go to in Balmain, and they are from not Kazakhstan, but the Uzbekistan. She knew. She said, yeah. you know, she said, she said, have you any? She said to me, she goes, if you had any idea of the corruption in the countries we live in. She said it's all families that, that own everything and that that no one trusts anyone over there because they know that it's the, the family, there's families, intergenerational families that own and uh, the, the mayors and of the, from the little, from the ground up. She said corruption no. is so rife over there. It's just not funny. Um, so, yeah, but I highly recommend anyone going, if you can find it on Folkologist, or um, yeah, it should be easy. It's all free. And re- yeah, just yeah, do a really search. Really good interview. Really, really, really prescient, prescient interview to this day. And we're talking about four years or five years ago that you did that one. And Kendall did the same one probably. Uh, and he was on with yeah. J- John Adams and him interviewed Frank Albo. Really good stuff. That's why I, I'm, I try and make sure people get the right information because there's some really good stuff out there. There's some fucking terrible stuff. As well, of course, but I try yeah. and make sure people, even if you have to go back five to six, seven years, or you, there will be an interview. It might even on fireside chats might have somebody that's fantastic yeah. that um that, that gets hidden in between all the um the, the the meta bullshit, you know, with you know um, flying bats, a lot of white and giant noise. bats, and 
The white noise, yeah. And that's interesting that you should bring that up because some people have suggested that it was called white noise for that reason, that there's a, there's oh, a, a there there. Awful, that, that, awful. Mm. But I, uh, I don't think anything out of the ordinary happened in East Palestine at all, but it did bring up many issues. Palestine, that Pal- Pal- East Palestine, Palestine yeah. Is it right? But then I, <laughs> I heard there, somebody, I just watched last night, there was some guy was at a crossing and there was another derailment in Springfield, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Probably not too far yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, and just have but to be there the same were, places. There, um, there, there, there wasn't any the problem there. I, I don't know, they're sort of going after the rail systems in America because I think one of the things is they're going supply, supply they're lines. They're going manless. Supply lines. Yeah, supply yeah. lines, but yeah. they're going manless. In other words, there's almost nobody physically on these trains. They want to automate everything, including brake inspection and wheel axle. That's happening here. Inspection. That's it's all automated here. with sensors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why we they got, got so rid much of the caboose here. 30 years ago. Yeah. There is no caboose. Yeah. There's no end of the train anymore. So there's no one there yeah. watching the end of the train. So. That might have something yeah, to do with it. And 100%, in rural, a rural America. You're break, listening. You're listening to Rick and Rollo. Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form, from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. Dave Gilmore and Pink Floyd, what a wonderful song that is from Dark Side of the Moon. And oh, I, yeah. That album, Be Told, that, that, that is one. The greatest selling album of all time. Yeah, yeah. It was, on, it was actually number one. I remember, you know, when in the days I used to look at the record charts and see, you know. Me too. Number one. But it was, on the, it was always yeah, there. Billboard Hot, always ever 20 years, I do believe. And then. Unbelievable. CDs. CDs came out, and you had to buy the CD of it. So it was constantly yeah. on rotation. Yeah. Pumped and up, then, yeah. And, now and, and then you have to download it on Floyd, your Spotify. Yeah. Speaking okay. of Pink as Floyd, as Roger Waters is quite the activist. I listen to his speech. He has a great voice. Oh, yeah. He has a great speaking yeah, voice. Yeah, he does. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he's a, he's I a, could just listen yeah, to him talk good, all day. Really interesting. I so he evidently was. It, yeah, he evidently he's the only one out of Pink Floyd that didn't come from a moneyed family, you know, like a, a wealthy family. Yeah. All all the others did. All of the others did, and um, he has had a chip on his shoulder for a long time about the music industry for yeah. sure. He, he's just a normal guy. Oh, yeah, and he's, yeah. I do believe he's got good heart about him, and you know, he, yeah, he's been probably sucked in with the but. He's had a go at Bono, which everyone needs to have oh, a go good. at that guy. I like him um, already. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, he's had a go. Because you, you know the Boner. whole Live Aid thing was a total scat Bono or Bonox or um, Bozo, as I should call him, Bozo. He um, and his family, so his, he came from the, the Houston's and they, 
uh, that guy, um, Johnny Vedmore, who I just brought up before, who was interviewed on Mark Devlin's show, he went right. He, he, he said it took him weeks to do this one because I've scrubbed this stuff off the net. But Bono's relatives were English from the day who had gone over to, were incredibly unpopular in Northern Ireland where they were, had based themselves. And they were so unpopular when they died, a group of, um, kind of, protest movement, dug their gra- this is a hundred and something years ago, dug their graves up and hung their bodies outside their mansions. Um, wow, you know, that's rough. Yeah, real rough. That means that they were really bad. They were eugenicists, guaranteed, and they were um, tied them. The, 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 the Irish knew that they were British, that was some Brit- royal supporters. So they really hated them for what they did. And Barbara Hewson died recently she was the she's bono's auntie or whatever and she is an apologist for um a lot of the bbc pedophile um gang she's a direct cousin to bono and he he was involved with um live aid with um you know what's his name the supposed irish hero that you know from the the band oh um, bob gelder Bob Geldof, yeah, yeah, Geldof. And yeah. he, I mean, some of the things he's brought up that I've heard over the years, you know, so all that money that Live raised, none of it got to the African poor. It just went to um, the uh, wealthy uh, NGOs that were running the show in those places, deliberately done. Bono has, um, you know, huge high-rise buildings, or definitely owns a high-rise building in Dublin. Yeah, I can't stand it. Very, My brother-in-law, no, I who I don't really talk to, is a U2 fanatic. I yeah. find that people yeah. are can be fanatical about that band. I don't know why. I, it's, it's okay. I like some of the music, but yeah, I Some of the stuff was okay. Uh, He's, I get it. I, I said I, the same I thing. The, 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 but to yeah, follow the, the, them the around North America and keep going to different concerts... In different cities? Yeah, nah. Wow, that's what no, my brother-in-law is no, like. Thank you. Yeah, no, but I know I've got, I've got a good friend of mine. He's a number one fan of you too. He loves everything they've done and he thinks yeah. they're fantastic. And I said to him, uh, I said, there's something about that guy that's just so dodgy. And Johnny Bedmore has dug up the history of the Hewsons and they were Hewison before they were Hewsons. He went back 300 years to their um, shenanigans in Ireland and... Uh, pulled it to pieces and he I don't know his show he's got a couple of shows but Bedmore's got some great information out there I think Johnny's List posted something quite a while ago one of his interviews and I look listen to it I've heard him before on Opperman but he he's a what do you call it a he's a researcher that again isn't using internet he's he's going and digging up archives from um, councils and you know council the hard yards. We've actually got to go into the building and pay. Um, um, like, if you want to research, say, at, say one of the places I walk around, did, did it again on Thursday, the Roseville Psychiatric Centre, and huge, you know, miles of um, empty hospital that's still empty to this day in Sydney. If you want to go and research the Royal Commissions they did into the abuses that were going on there, you have to go to the State Library and pay a sum of money. And they don't give you that. They just allow you to read the information. You're not allowed to take anything with you. And that's what a good researcher has to do: is to actually go to libraries and 
yeah. like or universities. If and, you did another lists. fart broadcast, you should think of uh, Johnny's list for your ro- your new roster. If you do another one, yeah, no, he'd be, oh, if we do, he'd be yeah, great. It's, it's, it, yeah, no, he's good. He, oh, he was one of the fans. One of the fans. Actually, there's a, there's a number of fans out there of that show. Because it went. Oh yeah. You you weren't gonna you weren't gonna get a normal show out of that one, and it was good personalities. No. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It could go. Peer shaped, as you know. I don't know if Rolo uh, would be able to stand doing it again. I don't know if he's nah, nah, nah. in good enough not, shape. Not at the moment. If no. he stayed sober and 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 took. Does he even listen his... to your "Be Told"? Do you get any feedback from him yeah. on that? Is he listening to you? Uh, I think so. I think so because he he was listening last week. I think to the the thing, but he's he's got a bit of a bee up his bonnet in in some respects. That you know he thinks that I'm. The only reason I don't want to do incomprehensible or, in, you know, the, the conversation can just go into something really nasty too easily and I don't want to be part of all this shit. If, if my own children wouldn't listen to it, I don't want to do it. And they wouldn't want to listen to that kind of stuff when he starts getting angry about his next door neighbor's colour uh, and stuff like that. That's, yeah, I, I, I'm not into that. You know, I, I Yes, I'll bring up Indians, but I'm not, I don't blame them for their, what they're doing. They've, they've been well educated. India has deliberately, same as China, re-educated their population to a very high standard and they're now replacing the dumbed down imbeciles in most other countries. At right now, they're certainly doing it here. The medical, the, the doctors the, are certainly mainly Indians that are here where I am, which is a town, sorry, a city is it a city? I don't know if it's got that many people, but it's a mainly retirement area. So Port Macquarie, for instance, is a retirement area, and Ab's obviously gone away for a minute. I'll keep talking. There are so many specialists, dental specialists, um, uh, you know, every different specialist for the body. There's roads, two or three major roads, the entire street. Road is just covered in specialists, and they're usually Indians now because they can't get staff yeah. in these places. Oh, it'd be the same in Canada, I guess, too. I mean, a lot of the medical staff are now coming from India because we've lost so many. A lot of pro- probably from the vaccination thing, let me just tell you quietly. I do believe an awful lot of people left the game because they didn't want to be part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah why that's would true. you? So, what was that thing you sent to me about the uh, someone that died? Playing tennis or whatever, it was broker or whatever, 58 had a heart attack. Oh, it suddenly. was just somebody uh, your age, a really good looking um, woman of some rich Australian guy. I just sent it to you in case you knew who that was. Uh, I couldn't find their name because basically you just sent me a screenshot, so I needed to find the link. Oh, I to thought it. I sent and, you a um, link. There should have been a link. I sent a I link, didn't I? I? I don't send yeah, screenshots, no, I, I always send links. Oh, okay. There might have been. Maybe I hit the wrong wrong button. Because get this, I've yeah, noticed. Yeah, there should be a link there. Now, yeah, I noticed on um, uh, Discord now, say I share something I've got off YouTube. If you hit the middle screen where it's got the main picture and it might have a play button, yeah. and it says you're, you're in the wrong area, you can't get watch it. But if you go up the top and hit the original link, where, which is oh, okay. that actual thing, yeah, yeah, you can actually go straight to that um, story. But... It's, they're definitely creeping. Let me just say this: they are 
coming after the Discord bit by bit, bit by bit, um, so that you can't share stuff. Eventually, you'll have to pay to um, share things, I would say, if it's from a um, mainstream news, like, say, Daily Mail or um, uh, one of the Australian newspapers. You won't be able to read it. You already oh, no one's going to pay. Like, Just like no one's going to pay for vaccines. They're going to pay for media. They're not going to pay for vaccines. So those are two no. things that's, are, that just won't happen. That's why they're free. That's why they're free, Ab. That's why they're oh, free. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think they're going to charge you to... $50 for a flu shot? Yeah, I saw it. I looked at it, and well, I tried to recognize who it was. Very well, good looking. I was thinking about that. that. I was thinking every time, of course, um, I uh, every time I get an alert from my daughter's uh, sensor that she's not doing so well, I always <laughs> think of how I paid for the meningitis shot and I paid for the chicken pox oh shot God. because they weren't oh, covered. Oh and I think, oh, yeah. my God, what I did to that poor little soul. Yeah, you... I did the same thing. I paid for that I did the out of my own thing. pocket. I thought I was doing yeah, the right thing. Pay. Wow. I didn't, pay, yeah, I didn't pay, but I said to, in one case of my um, first son, we went into the doctor and she was saying that, you know, because this is back when you could not, so you couldn't take your kids to daycare if they weren't, they didn't have the full, and that's only five injections, nothing compared to America, five injections. And I said to yeah. the doctor, because my ex said, oh, you know, my, like my husband doesn't agree with these things. You know, and she, she turned around and looked at me. She goes, well, if you don't want to do it, we won't do it. She was completely open with me. Yeah. At those stage when she, she, so she well, seemed did, to know. Little did you know she was on your side, but she couldn't say it. They can't say it. I think, I, I think so. I think so. Cause she said, she actually looked at me and said, no, oh, that's, that's fine. You do it when you want to do it. And I was like, really? Oh, there you go. And so we got away with him, you know, because he wasn't the, he wasn't the size he should have been anyway at that stage, you know, to, to take one of these clot or whatever they are, you know, whatever it was. And, and I looked at the list and I said to her, why would they need this? And she goes, well, one in 150,000 people have a, um, can, can get a choking Problem. thing from this particular yeah. thing. And I said, one in 150, and she, yeah, what, what, what are the odds? And she, she clearly agreed with me and kind of said, yeah, that's a good idea. Don't get it. But she didn't say don't get it. She just said. She can't because if you, don't if you flipped it, we on it. her and reported her, she'd, she'd lose her job. job. She'd lose her job. And I, I kid you not, that happened a number of times with um, various children. And in one case, the doctors said, can you please report this, what, what had happened? Because we... Uh, we can't say anything, but that's disgusting of how badly you were treated on that, um, you know, be, being held. It was a, one of them had to have an operation and <clears throat> the doctor, he, he instead of going through at 8 o'clock in the morning when it was scheduled, he didn't go through till 5 in the afternoon and he wasn't allowed any fluids and a baby that small has to have fluids. And the, the doctor was absolutely berserk at how the bureaucracy had allowed that to happen. And said, "Can you please yeah. report this? Because I can't. Because I can't. Wow. So that these doctors, they probably want to say Their something. Their hands are tied. Yeah. yeah, behind their back, and Terrible. there's a gun. There's the and there's a threat of litigation that they'd lose their properties. Probably, I would say, 
that they're, they're scared, too scared to say anything. Um, and they're deeply in debt. So for at least five or ten, ten years, well, they're busy paying off their debt. For ten, I would say ten years. If you're a specialist, you'd be the first ten years you'd be paying off your university education, for sure. Yeah. You know, or at least six. Yeah, and that's why, um, you know, I, I don't hate the medical fraternity. I just believe that they've been shanghaied into where they are. That they're not allowed to say yes. anything. It's not yeah. their fault, other than the fact that they've, you know, because can you imagine going to school from five years of age till you're twenty five years of age? Or in a, in a psychiatrist, yeah, or 30. 20, 20, 30 years of age to be a, to have your masters in psychiatry and then being told that everything can be taken away from you with one button. If you discuss. Yeah. 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 Actually, own, um, you know, uh, here, all our institutions are built that way. I just listened to, um, a guy named Randy Hillier who was an electrician mm-hmm. that actually ran for, um, Ontario Parliament. And um, he was in a new riding. You know what a riding is because you live in Australia. It's the same system over there. It was a new riding, so he had a pretty good chance of winning because they redrew all the boundaries to make a riding out of it, I guess. Yep. Anyway, so he had a bit of a reputation as a rabble rouser. He was one of these uh, get off our land, government stop interfering with private property 25 years ago. And he was saying that he put his name forward with the party, the right-wing party, to run. To be nominated to run because there's a nomination process. And within a a day, he got a phone call from a cabinet minister in that party. And the guy said, you know, I really don't think you're a great fit for the party. Um, no. Listen, we've got yeah. a bunch of sponsors, corporate sponsors. We could get you a job there, and you probably wouldn't have to do very much. Would you like? Would you like to do that instead? And he said, no, "Was that a bribe?" I don't, would not, you say? Of course. Yeah. Well, was that a threat? I'm not looking. A bribe. I'm not. Yeah, both. Said, I'm not looking for a job. I have a job. I want to represent the people and start speaking out against tyranny of which this government (laughs) 20 years ago was heading towards. And he won. He won his nomination because he was well-known in the area. And he was basically put to the side of the government his whole time. Like, they wouldn't back him. Yeah. And what he was illustrating is that if you get in... If you're nominated, half the time they don't go through proper nominations. They just put somebody in. But once that process happens, he said, you are beholden to the party. You can't say boo outside. You can this never speak against communism. the party. It's straight out it's it communi- is. It's basic communism. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, he said, at least know, in the United States, anybody can run. And maybe that happened with Donald Trump. Maybe it didn't. But in Canada, and I guess Australia is the same way. If you want to get oh, a nomination for your party, you cannot ever speak out against the party. Otherwise, they will Shanghai you out. And the that's party. what happened here. It it's communism the of the highest it. magnitude. Yeah, the party. And it is. interesting that it seems to be that it seems to be the countries with the royal sponsor. 
All the parties yeah, are corporate sponsors, so they crown, all get the a, same a crown, sponsorship. A crown logo on the top of all these countries that seem to be basic communist, um, r- run by a, uh, you know, and uh, you know what is um, uh, c- c- was it um, the word you know ruled by councils as um, the uh, you know Russia, Russia's um, um, Soviet means ruled by councils. You know, yeah, Soviet, Soviet means Union, council. Right? That's right. Soviet council, means yeah, council. Yeah, yeah. Soviet Union, r- r- ruled by council. So, um, and they have a rule, you know, a massive as well. You, you go back to the, the, the history of Russia. They, they all seem to look identical to each other. And that was, uh, I think, um, yeah. you know, the, be, it, be it Russian, German, or back in the day, that, those, they were all first cousins, if not brothers, from, uh, you know, that uh, SMJ shared some good stuff on the um, those old photos of the pr- prince this, prince that, and prince whatever back in, you know, 1911. And they, swear to God, they're all triplets, basically. The, yeah. you know, the Kaiser. And then and the, 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 I keep trying to tell people that but they just – because I'm a, they, the, they've got the word conspiracy theorist in their, you know, programmed into their brain about me. Even if I tell them something interesting about, you know, that, say the, the Kaiser – from World War One, <coughs> who supposedly destroyed France and you know shelled it, and you know uh, you're listening. Rick, Rick and roll. Rick and roll. This is without a trace. Rochello. Will lose. Tenriel. Zulo. Merbless. SMG. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. You listen to Rick and Ab on Sunday, the fifth of March, twenty twenty-three. We're just discussing be the uh, be told the the royal scam. So yeah, so the Kaiser, you'd think you know he would have been the number one dastardly enemy of France, but where did he go and retired and died of old age after the First World War to France? He lives in the castle. Yeah. So right. if you can't see that, but yet the person I told this might have been my brother or something like that. No interest, you know. It's like it doesn't pick that. There's obviously a scam going on there. That if this, you know, the same guy that was, you know, the, the Kaiser that was on the the front of all the uh, oh, he's rich you know, against poor, rich against poor. Yeah, and they just seem to, you know, float off and retire all the with rich all this are money. In the same club. They don't and, hang and the out same with poor thing people. With the, yeah, and the same thing, you know. There's there's Margaret Thatcher, hated by the entire country, literally. For what she did to the UK and and the to that generation in the um coal miners in the seventies, the coal miners, the work, just the workers in general, and and the students and stuff like that, she, you know, retired out of politics and went straight into what she said the real power, and she openly bragged about it, and flew around the you know working for the um, non-government organisations and. Tavistock and whoever else, just like our last few terrible prime ministers, they were working for the Royal Institute of International Affairs. Um, it's you know it's just so obvious, but because of this um, flat Earth um, fake, this you know space is fake, uh, all, all this stuff. You, you know, obviously there's some valid points there, but the normal person out there, that when you're trying to ex- explain a, an actual fact that's quite obvious. They just tie you in with, uh, you know, something that they want to believe in. Dinosaurs, for instance. So if you suggest dinosaurs are fake to most people, they hate you for that. 
You know what I mean? I, I, I get that vibe. Everyone likes dinosaurs and, you know, Dino from I don't uh, like the Flintstones. No, I don't either. But, I, I, like, people want their – they want to believe in their, 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 their beliefs. And if you bring up something that ruins their belief system, even with a valid fact that the Kaiser – went to live in France and lived a life of luxury and died of old age after the First World War, where, uh, you know, according to history, he, you know, the Somme, uh, Passchendaele, um, you know, all these battles were supposedly hundreds of thousands of people slaughtered. Why was he allowed to live in France? But yes, he was. So, yeah, why did uh, the uh, Ayatollah Khomeini... Where, why was he <laughs> hanging out in Paris before they brought him into Iran? Yeah, now, it, it, very interesting stuff about Paris. It seems to be where these big agreements get done, and particularly the southwest, like the Vietnam and um, big city, uh, all those areas. Paris Agreement, big, big, Versailles the, yeah, Treaty. The, yeah, the, yeah, Versailles Treaty, yeah, Paris is a real powerful, you know, obviously like New York, Paris, uh, you know, London. A lot of nobility, and, I guess. Real nobility, and, and I, mean, I mean, the country, the history itself of that city, you know, literally built on, um, um, you know, mounds and mounds, like t- underground tunnels everywhere, skulls as far as the, the ground can see, or what the eye can see down one particular one. There's skulls everywhere, like full on, you know, like. But yeah, there, there it is, like particularly Vietnam and Second World War and First World, oh, sorry, First World War. Everything was done in Paris, which is the name of a Greek general, I believe. Paris was a Greek uh, a general for um, back in the historical days. I see we have uh, Thomas J uh, from Australia. Neo joined us, Rick. I don't know if you want to. It's getting uh, yeah, yeah, towards the little, end of your uh, talk. Yeah, yeah. It's getting towards the end of my um my, uh, I, I know you. Uh, I got a bit. You don't mind no, I'm talking, well, I'm, uh, as I'm as I'm chatting, I'm um, folding washing. Ed, this is the kind of male I am. Uh, yeah. the, I'm, I'm taking washing out of the washing machine. Dome- very domesticated. Very domesticated. God is punishing me for being a lazy child when I was a teenager, and now I'm doing uh, all the things my mother. Had now to you're do doing me. everything. Would you have a restaurant uh, update? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, going. Oh, yeah, poor old, um, poor Moon Harvest. You know, I went went in there today, and the what poor happened? guy was. Well, he's he's making coffees, and because I've the wait staff have quit because they haven't been paid, he has to take the coffees out to the tables. Like, a, 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 he's a, you know, a barista's like a chef to me. Like a chef, you know, the, the other guys that just sit there and make the stuff, and then someone does it, takes it out to them. There he was because this. Piece of piece of you know whatever he is that, that runs the place owner. is going broke. He, the, the owner is um so anyway he's he's stressed because he doesn't know where his next you know he's hoping that they're going to so apparently they they've sold it or they're going to sell it and someone else is going to take over and that could be a positive I would say so let's hope that happens but um yeah not good and um, and this is the first time can I just say this I haven't had to work on a Saturday or a Sunday. For a long time, so I've had the weekend off. Nice, kind of. Oh, yeah. nice. Well, well no, no, I, no, I, no money, Ab. No, no money, Ab. That's that's not a good thing. Oh. <laughs> 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 
know. I've got to, Are I've you got to winding down tomorrow. your cleaning business? Is that what's going on? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I'm trying to get this. Good night. Good night. Good night. See you tomorrow. Um, I'm um, what I'm trying to do, and I am is picking up um extra bits and pieces um up here, and I've got a bit of stuff on at the moment. Helping this poor lady whose house is covered in mould, which I can tell you now will be taking years off her life because she's walking around coughing in her own house. And I just looked up in the ceilings and they're just black. So I'm going to go oh, over there tomorrow. Bro. Yeah, that's my, one of my specialties. Do you, have, do, you, do you have to well, take I, out I the. Use, um, but do you have I'll to take out the material? Because I heard mould is not poison, it's just that it decomposes building material that is poison. It, um, it could be the paint on the on the ceiling, but in this case, her husband had just died of emphysema, right? So, and then oh, wow. and I said to her, and I just looked at the ceilings, and I said, "You've got to do something about this." Really nice um, yeah, widow that's she's de- desperate to get the place clean because she can't breathe properly. And I, I'm a oh, big God. um big that's one of my business, and I use a natural product that's made from citrus that you put it on it just kills it straight away. not straight away but after a day and it's not toxic and you can breathe so i'm gonna go around and do that i should wear a mask mind you but i don't know if i a little bit of going buy a mask a proper mask but yeah so the, the, the other guys who's john that's turned up there's neo's um uh, i am truth i am i remember that one and who's the other one Hello. It's uh, Thomas J. Thomas J. Well, Thomas J. And Neo. Thomas J. You can talk because you've never spoken before. And, and Neo, you can talk. You can talk. You're on here. Rick and Ab 2023. No stress, mate. How you going? Go oh, how are you, man? Thomas J. Where are you from? Melbourne. Fantastic. Is it awful lot of Melbourne people that wake up? What is it about Melbourne? What is it about Melbourne? Oh, sorry. You're a bit quiet, or is it just me? Oh, I'm sorry. I said yeah, it is the most it's it, because most fascist. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, it's the most. Yeah, fascist. for sure. I, I and I, I have to agree, one hundred percent. But I've I've got a cousin there. And I don't speak to him much, but he 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 thought um, uh, the um, what's his name Dan Andrews fantastic. You said fantastic, <clears throat> and I just went if you can't if you can watch that guy talk without wanting to throw up is is beyond me, beyond me, because he's he's insincere. He looks dodgy. You know, it might be a bit, um, it's a word for it, you know, prejudging somebody. But um, everything about Dan Andrews to me looks to me as a uh, very dodgy man. And there's those rumours, of course. Sure you heard those? She is an absolutely brilliant actress. (laughs) (laughs) The I haven't heard that one yet. I heard Danny Cokehead, just like uh, Zelensky. Yeah, oh yeah, we look. He, he's got look about him too. He looks like a real estate 
which t- tend to be uh, cokeheads. He's got that insincerity about him, just dripping off him. You know, and is it a, woman a wonderful or, tyrant? Yeah. He's been a great tyrant. He's almost as good. What happened to the Northern Territories tyrant? That guy was off yeah, the charts. Mike, 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 Mike. Um, what happened Mike? to him? Gunner. So Gunner. you don't hear about him. Mike Gunner, yeah. Gunner do this. Gunner oh, he do was that. he was a fantastic tyrant. I loved him. Uh, he was crazy. And I think we had a little bit out of the um the Perth Australia the Perth uh Oh she's Premier Western uh, Western Australia. He was good too. I can't remember his name. Oh, I can't remember it either. It's like, I just hate well, yeah. I just, to These me, though, are, the worst lot some, is the, some the, great the, the prime minister. Yeah, the prime minister is the most insipid human, Anthony Albanese. Albanese. And I know, yeah, and I and I, I'm kind of like in the. Sounds like a meat. Sounds like a deli meat. Yeah. Would you like some Albanese yeah. with that? <laughs> well, I know Chorizo. a bit about him, you know, from from. From you know people that are in the in the po- political game and or, you know that or that yeah. knew him, and he's I wouldn't say he's like evil or anything like that, but he's a he's just absolutely useless. He's the guy that he was the guy that I I, I knew this really amazing, interesting old person who said to me he'd been with the Labor Party as an activist right since 1948 when he left the the Navy. And he'd been at every march, every meeting. He'd done all the stuff for the Australian Labor Party back in the days, you know, when it, they were probably quite genuine. Yeah. And he said he he thought Al, he in his mind Albanese was the worst person he'd ever met. He resigned from the party as an 80, yeah. 86 year old and joined the Greens because he said he, this guy is trouble. You know, he's just he's not to be trusted. And and he he understood that. You know, like as an a, a, Guy was about ninety when I talked to him last time. Dead now, sadly. But um, Albanese, this, they, 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 there seems to be a breeding program that um, politicians are part of, because you get the same insipid. They all wear glasses, you know. Like they've got terrible eyesight. They've got no muscles on them. They've never had a. None of their fathers dug a dug a ditch or driven a truck or lifted or something out of it car, they've been, what do you call it, public servants by f- yeah. three or four generations. Lifetime yeah. politicians. Um, never. That, yeah, that's what yeah. we got to so, get away from. Yeah, so if Protect you watch... Um, yeah, that's right. So if you watch um, the, 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 the original, there's a couple of good old versions of um, Aldous Huxley's um, The Shape not the shape of Things to Come, um, H.G. Wells, but Aldous Huxley's The um, oh God! You know his version of 1984, the um, Brave New World. Brave New World. Brave New World. Uh, there's, there's, there's actually they call the the five eps, is the epsilon. There's, there's three different classes of humans: thetas, gammas, epsilons, and epsilons. Yeah, and yeah, and so the gammas would probably be the these, you know, like say so you just have to look at the premier of uh, New South Wales, the um, Peritet. Who's a you know went to a Jesuit school? He's got that same look, you know, skinny, uh, same kind of nose. Probably wears glasses, but he's got a um, contacts on. Albanese's the same thing. It's kind of insipid, uh, weak, um, 
yes man that's getting told what to do by somebody, guaranteed, because they've probably got footage of him with a fucking dwarf, you know what I mean? There's, there's something going on in his the past sheep. that no one likes. Sheep, dwarf, you know, whatever, and, and that's not a joke. I mean, maybe not sheep, but certainly dogs have been a rumour about a couple of people, and Rollo's had a great story about one particular politician, which I totally believe, and then I believe... um that, that rumour keeps popping up with other well-known people, including Hugh Hefner, would you believe, and dogs. Would you believe Hugh Hefner wow. would resort to sleeping with a dog? His ex-wife says she caught him with him, a poodle, or one of her dogs. Oh, so, my um, God. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> funny, all right. But uh, Rolla has a really good story about a very well-known politician over here, um, and dogs. It wouldn't surprise me because it's this kind of satanic... Um, Deviant kind of control thing is a mechanism that you do. Yeah. You need. You want to control. If you want to control your controllers, make sure that you've got all the evidence on them that you can just show. Wave the photo in front of their face and say, "Remember that night? You were there, and you know we've got this photo of you that could go viral." So yeah. they're totally in control. And they this this like the I Canberra don't even bureaucratic. Think they need that, Rick. I I don't even think they need photos Pro, yeah, because, pro, like yeah, I said. Yeah, pro, pro, Probably not. Probably not. They really don't because if Probably they not. put you in place, if they put you in there, they can take you out. And, you know, the mayor of Toronto right. just suddenly resigned. He oh, said really? he had an affair with his uh, 29-year-old assistant. No, but he well, was female. sort of... Female? Yeah. Female. Yeah, he was a blue blood. That's good. That's a- and uh, squeaky clean COVID pusher. And all of a sudden, they just... Some, the guy said they just probably pulled his card and said, you got to get out now. You're done. Or maybe something. Yeah. What about, uh, um, I, so, so, so not, not Theresa May, but what about, so the, the um, Scottish nightmare that they had in Scotland, she, yeah. she's resigned. Jacinda Ardern's resigned. There seems to be an right. awful lot of these, um, these leaders, or call, call them leaders. I think the or, controllers <laughs> just want these, these COVID, Tyrants replaced. Yeah, I yeah, think. Klaus, I, Klaus yeah, has pushed I think the, red, the red, the eject button. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've yeah. done their it, job. It, it they want to like... start a new chapter. They want to start a new chapter yeah. with the public. And you can't have these. You can't have these fall guys carrying on. I guess is the main thing. I think so. I, th- I think there's a there there. Let's see if our premier and on terrible. Last much longer. What's his name? What what what's his name? I call him Thug Ford, Doug Ford. Doug Ford, Doug Ford. So his his brother was Rob Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He Got he you. was the alleged uh, cokehead Marion Barry mayor of Toronto. I don't think he was. Who was but... the one that they? Who was the one they tried to suggest? You know, I'm talking about the pointy, pointy, pointy end of the. That he was actually being played by that American actor that um, died of a heart attack. Um, Rob Ford. Great big fat Rob Canadian. Ford. Rob Ford. Yeah. Is Rob the Ford was the was mayor. Being... Yeah. But yeah, who was, he the, was the, mayor. Who's the American comedian that had a Someone said Chris, Chris Farley. Chris, Chris, Parley. Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you see him do that, that um, amazing entry onto um, the Letterman show, you wonder how he made it to – have you ever seen that? Chris, Chris Farley on the Letterman. Oh, it's unbelievable. He 
He does he does forward rolls, jumps up in the air, leaps up and down, and crashes and whatever. Get sorry, I'm just frying some. Frying Sounds like a clown. Um, Sounds like a clown. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, but it's incredible because you've seen the size of the guy. He's like um, you know, 130, 140 kilos, and wow. he he. And he gets he he gets up to the stage and Letterman's laughing his head off and he cannot talk because he's so exhausted like his heart's going so fast yeah that he can't actually cold, say anything probably. for about oh yeah he would have would have had to have been to do the things he did I mean it's just unbelievable um for for the size he is but yeah and then apparently they were saying that was Doug or Rob Ford or whatever you know he, he turned up as him right. yeah he did look very similar yeah, well, they're both big guys with big bellies, yeah. Yeah, and 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 that uh, Rob Ford was done for drugs, well, you know, open cocaine and. I don't believe cetera, that though. I don't believe that part. I think they were just making him into a Marion Barry like character. You remember Marion Barry from Washington D.C., the mayor? He was supposed to be a cocaine crackhead mayor. Oh, uh, as Ma- Marion and being a male. John Wayne, Marion. Right, right, right. How did that name, Marion, become a male name when it's clearly a female name? But then Kelly, I guess, can be both. We're listening to Rick and Uh, After the break. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Good show, good show. Yeah, Keep well, going. I let the other guys talk a bit. Let the other guys talk, because as you know, the, the, the word dominate conversation in me is um, synonymous. Yeah, you're good at uh, it. For the other guys. Yeah, well, the other, well, well, we got um, Thomas J. Here. Thomas J's from Melbourne, I think. Tell us all about yourself. That's all right. He was on last week. Hey, Thomas, Jay, can you speak up a bit? You're very quiet. Yeah, sorry, mate. I just got to get the um, microphone level right. I I usually get pretty excited. Up. If you, if you, you know. Up, up, up. Yeah, but you're you're nothing compared to Rick's volume. <laughs> Rick has the uh, premium quality volume. Yeah, yeah, but that's even if I didn't have a microphone. Yeah, exactly. Even without the internet, we can hear you. Yeah, big, a big moon up there. Big big moon up there. Did you watch Jupiter and Venus pretty much collide? Yes, ab, 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 ab. Yes, I did, and I was very interested in that. That was on, um, where was I? I think it was with my son. We got up early to work. I've been noticing them for two weeks in the sky. Oh, and that's that's really weeks. yeah. It's that, that's that's unusual. There's a sign there. Be told mm-hmm. that'll be an astrophysical. Be, well, Jupiter is the god, go. and Venus is the female. Is that some kind of mating ritual? Yeah, time to do stuff. It'll be a sign to time to do stuff because they know where the star, the progression of the stars. They know exactly when when things are happening. They use these stars to do their bits, their nefarious things. So there's there's definitely. I saw that and I was impressed, Ab. I was very impressed. I said to myself, I said, that looks like two planes. He said, no, nah, it was two planets. So, yeah, I'm, I was impressed. Or was that me that disappeared? 
I unfortunately have been watching the stars for ages. So that's cool. Can you see them from where you are? Can you see them? Whereabouts are you in Victoria, roughly, if you don't want to say exactly? But are you in Mel- Mel- Melbourne City? Yeah, I'm within 20 k's of uh, CBD. Mm. Um, yeah, it's closer than that. Yeah, probably uh, within 10, actually. <laughs> well, Sydney, Sydney Stars was very clear, despite overhead pollution and things like that from various reasons. Um, early in the morning the other day. There's always an offshore breeze there in Sydney, blowing it away. Yeah. That's why you can still yep. breathe. Yep. You know, you've always got an offshore yep. breeze. In Melbourne, it's mm. a little bit different. You've always got a fucking northerly yeah. or, or an easterly. Yeah. And they all suck. The northerly sucks, the easterly sucks, the westerly sucks, the southerly sucks. Um, bloody bloody wind. Yeah, the wind is really bad in Melbourne, but um, there are other parts of uh, Victoria where it's worse. But Melbourne, it's pretty uh, pretty average. Where I am, it's uh, very average. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm um, I'm luckily to be I'll get out of Sydney. Well, I don't live in Sydney, but financial reasons. Yeah. And uh, up the mid north coast is very beautiful. It's usually beautiful, and tonight's no. Is spectacular. I can't see the Milky Way yet, but I will be able to see it soon. The oh, moon is absolutely nice. magnificent. Yeah, we're getting up to a full moon, Rick. And somebody was mm-hmm. challenging us in one of the Telegram groups, <laughs> and they were showing how, yes, you could easily see the moon hey, from Australia well, and Toronto at the same time. And uh, okay. I guess your moon would be somewhat upside down compared to my view. Oh, okay. Is it, I, just, moment, I didn't think about that. At the moment, what we've got this time of year, Ab, is um, you've got the moon in the middle of the sky and the sun in the middle of the sky and the moon's not fully illuminated. What's going on there? It's a little bit funny. Yeah, I know. There's so many problems. <laughs> yeah, the, mo- the, so the, mo- the, moon, the moon and the sun were definitely up same time yesterday. Listen, we're not told the whole story. We're not being, they're not explaining the story properly. There's a, there's yeah. some truths, but um, if you go to Dark Side Papers on Telegram, he did a post how all these numbers that the Masons or whoever created to say that there's 108 suns in between the Earth and the sun, or I don't know, there's just 108. I, I should read it to you. The official story about distances between the Earth and and the Moon, and between the Moon and the Sun, and between the Earth and the Sun. It's all, it all adds up to 108. So how is that possible? It's just it's just too neat. It yeah. doesn't make sense. Well, what's so there's one so much eight, we don't know. The one in the yeah, eight, no, yeah that's, that's Kai yeah, and yeah. all that. I, Look, look. I'm interested in um, Simon Shack's research on the because um, a, a number of other him. people have suddenly, yeah. And, and, and he now Simon Shack should contact Crow Triple Seven because he's now on about um, what's his name the the his model uh, the, 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 the the model that, um, Shack Tycho <laughs> no no the Tycho yeah Tycho. 
So Crow's been on about this for the last. So I hadn't listened to him for a long time either, and okay. I listened to him back to a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, and he's on about Tyco as well being the, the right model. So Shaq should really, really, if he wants oh, to yes. get a bit of um, I will uh, put him income, in touch. Do do it. Do it. Do it. And yeah, because I, I I think they do a really good show together. Really good show together, actually. So uh, be the inter- interloper. Yeah. Be be the interloper. I think I will and, have to. Send, well, all you have to do is get him just to send his model in and his background, because you know Crow one hundred percent would support the uh, uh, the no planes research. He would have to have known about him, surely to God. Maybe he doesn't want to uh, publicise someone else's stuff, but I would say they, those two would do an awesome show on the real. All right. Um, I'll Crow, Crow says, yeah, Crow says it's binary, binary model. Um, that's the same oh, thing Shaq's going on about. Yeah. 100%. Oh, really? That's, fa- mm-hmm. that's fascinating that anyone but, even, and, I don't even. And, yeah, well, I, yeah. I'm, again, I've spent a lot of time looking at the stars since the uh, late 60s when I was, you know, old enough to look at, look out for UFOs when I was five. Etc. Yeah. And, and been always fascinated with the stars, and had my best friend was uh, and is a, a proper astronomer, and so right. I my friend used to. Well, I haven't spoken to him for a long time, sadly, but he's a moon believer. He, religion. He loves the moon landings because it was his thing growing up. You know, he's he's oh, got a watch. That, he wears that? a watch that he paid about a thousand dollars for that apparently has got, got the a lunar of, lander on it. Uh, yeah. In the in the watch in the watch. So I think I had uh, that watch. I think I had that yeah, watch. Yeah, came out came out about twenty years ago, I guess. Um, you could buy a piece, a small piece of the lunar lander was on the uh, the face of the watch. Yeah, so I you, think I had that. Move. Isn't that crazy? I don't know why that rings a bell. Um, I, it's it's not crazy, Ab, because it was a big thing when it came out. But it was a very expensive. Uh, might have been five hundred dollars, whatever it was. I think it might have been a Timex. Remember Timex? Yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. Notice yeah. the um, notice the nobody the, buys the, watches anymore. The, well, well, rich people do. Let me tell you, because look who's advertising um, watches. It's George Clooney. Um, a lot of the very wealthiest people. They they have the. Do you um, wear a watch? That, yes, I do. I've got a a G Shock on my my wrist. Right I now. haven't I worn a watches. watch in ten years. Ever since yeah. I had a phone on my hip, I don't wear watches. Yeah, no, I do. I do. I uh, used um, to wear them all the time because people always ask the time. Nobody asks the time anymore. Yeah, well, the, the one that um, George Clooney advertises is that Saturn Alien. Is it Kronos? Or the, uh, it's, it's one of the big watches that, uh, that one of the astronauts has got a lot to do with as well. He advertises it all the time. Um, Buzz Aldrin. Um, yeah, it's it's very. He married his. Uh, he married his granddaughter, I think. Buzz, did, did you hear that? He married no, someone his granddaughter's what, what, age. Oh really? There you go. Yeah, look it up. There you go. If you want some, not if you want gran- some gossip, not as, not no, as actual I granddaughter. Someone, I, was, I, was, I just met someone her age. I don't well, even know. Still manager to that. If he can still, if he can still manage to procreate or or, or, or pretend to at uh, eighty eight or eighty nine or whatever he is, good bloody luck to him. 
Yeah. Um, wasn't it interesting though with Toy Story, the the sim, sing, single biggest kids movie ever? You know, it had Buzz, oh, yeah. Buzz, know. Light, Buzz Lightyear and 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 that's all Woody. on purpose. It was very, oh yeah, oh yeah. It I loved that movie. Woody I part. actually thought it was a really good movie. A very sexual innuendo, guaranteed. Oh, guaranteed. Okay. And, and it had and it had to be Tom Hanks playing Woody. Uh, oh, Woody right. and Buzz yeah. sound a bit. They sound uh, they sound a little bit like um. Uh, sex toys, but uh, I don't know if that was just a So you're right. So because so. they they put the, and IPS is best talking about this, where they just put all the sexual stuff with Mystery Babylon in in the space program and the phallus and the moon and and the meeting. Oh, look. It's all There was it, a really yeah. funny, yeah, even there was a really funny sketch years ago on an English comedy show called Not the Nine O'Clock News that had some of the best comedians. After Monty Python disappeared, Not the Nine O'Clock News come out and <laughs> Rowan Atkinson, who's Mr. Bean, <clears throat> he did a really funny sketch about it. He was, he was pretending to be a French researcher and he was going on about these things. He was, you know, he goes, look at you dirty English people. You know, you, you have this huge phallus in the middle of your country called Big Ben. Big Ben, and he goes, and every now, every hour on the hour, it says dong, you know, like he was talking about. <laughs> and it's true, yeah, it's, right. it's actually true. It's actually true that uh, all these things were phallic. And I've always been on for some years before I, you know, get, get, getting, uh, you know, pre Alan Watt and listening to, you know, the, the, you know, some of the more esoteric stuff. That um, why does I ask myself this? Why does every big city, important city, have a giant phallus up in the air? Like England yeah. was the first one that had the po- post Toronto office. Toronto has the massive one. Toronto, Toronto has one. The they've got Seattle's got one. Sydney's got yeah. one. It, uh, Mel- uh, Canberra's Sydney? got one. What's We've Sydney got, got Center Point, which Center Point, which is giant, you know, uh, phallic shaped. Um, Thing which I suggest is going to be used as a signal tower of some form, and apparently it was built just like 9/11. This is a coincidence. Uh, uh, the, the twin towers were built over a giant um, waterway or a water tower. Well, they were the, right beside the Hudson River. On yeah, yeah, and it was, it was a water. It was a, uh, that's right. And so, center points also above the oldest um, water supply stream called the tank stream built literally over the top of it. So there's a there, there. I'm telling you now, they're there. You know, and there's a lot of those people, the uh, Tartarian types and stuff saying that these big towers are power, actually generating power and that they're using the ether. There's, there's still an ether power. I, I hope that's you, true because we had that thunderstorm, like I told you, Friday and the Saturday and the CN Tower, our largest phallic symbol, was yep. struck many times, it, it, and there's so many condos around there now that there are many people catching it on film or on video. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we had well, we had thunder. It's called, yeah, we had we had what's called thunder snow, and there must have been at least <laughs> lightning. Is that strike. a thing? Yeah, it, it really snow. is. Okay. I was. Oh yeah, we. It was a thunderstorm with snow, not rain. It was amazing, wow. and I was. Is that a is that a new new? Is that is that a new is that a new? 
thunder snow. I just think it sounds to me like. No, I don't think it's new. I just think now that the, you know, now that we have this weather channel that they have to talk about even a few sprinkles as a major event, I think it's just promoted yeah, it's called, more. Uh, yeah, it's called a superstorm or, or a, it's an unprecedented weather event, even if it's just a bit of snow over the top of some railway lines. Yeah, it was a lot yeah, of snow it. with a lot of thunder. It's just... I think it's uh, I think it's always existed. They just never promoted it as a big deal. Well, what about um, I, lightning? I don't think it's uh, lightning asthma. What about lightning asthma? Is it lightning asthma? Yeah, they, uh, they had What's this thing. That? All these people. Do- well, it was this new thing that suddenly appeared called lightning asthma or thunder asthma. One of the two. I think it was lightning asthma. And they were saying that these lightning storms are causing asthma attacks, and all these people died of it. There was about four people had asthma attacks and died oh. in Victoria, I believe. And they called it... Lo- I don't know if Thomas Joe. Yeah, do you remember that, um, Thomas Joe? Yeah, absolutely. They, they've pulled that trick a couple yeah. of times here, just in the last uh, five, ten years. This thund- thunderstorm yeah. asthma, I think they call it. Yeah, 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 okay. Thunderstorm asthma. Yeah. I, was, obviously I a whole have of- asthma. I am asthmatic thanks <laughs> yeah, well, to the vaccine. So I was asthmatic. Yeah, I'm, I'm very con- sensitive to breathing. Oh, I, I'm a conspiracy theorist. And any, a term like that would have jumped out at me if I'd ever heard it before. But I need about five years ago, there was a yeah, storm. Yeah, they call it thunder. Mm, and I said, this can't be right. I mean, what, why is why has that never happened? I've been over Please. here in Australia. Yeah, complete nonsense. I've been over here in Australia and I've seen the most incredible lightning storms ever, but I've never heard of this lightning asthma or thunderstorm asthma in my life. But they said, no, no, it's normal. It's a thing. It's a thing. They said it causes the pollens to re- to release and it causes asthmatics to have heart att- uh, asthma attacks. And I've said, how come I've never heard of that before? But that was the media that run with it because something had happened that caused a number of people to have heart attacks or asthma attacks. And it was blamed on the lightning or thunder. You might be, you might be right, thunder. Thunder asthma. I'll look it up, and I'll try and share <laughs> it onto the. Um... That's crazy. Anything but the vaccine, oh. huh? Anything but the vaccine. Yeah, and I've been hearing nothing but bad things, bumping into people about. Um, All right. Vaccine. Vaccine. What do you got uh, now? N- nothing but bad things. You got some new stuff. Ah, oh, there's more. Ah, oh, there's lots of people with cancer. All of a sudden. Um, and a couple couple have died in the last week or so. What? Um, oh my God! That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, but one was kind of semi in remission, and he'd taken a booster shot, and then went straight back into. Um, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. There, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the real thing going on, and that's why they have all the distractions to keep people from talking about it or putting two and two together. That, yeah, and that's what this, this is going back to what I started with tonight. I'm telling you now, for was 100% no doubt in my mind now that my generation, the generation X, say the early, you know, we're, you know, say right at the base of, we were deliberately fed real high level conspiracy kind of stuff through our um, TV shows and media and comics and stuff, particularly Disney and BBC, uh, to, to, and then in the 70s, we were given 
mainstream shows basically saying that you know that there's you know secret societies and there's Egyptian the pyramids were secret energy bases and UFOs and Bigfoot and abominable snowman and that, so and then the X Files came out in the nineties really pushing conspiracy theory. That was the, probably the biggest conspiracy theory show ever. Yeah, and did you watch it? Because I never watched it. Yeah, 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 and I did, and I really enjoyed the first three the three series. I thought it was fantastic. Then it went stupid, but I was, you know, oh, they had a fan of it. I was the biggest. Yeah, it was. I was. Yeah, I loved it. I, 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 yeah, and I thought Gillian Anderson's beauty was had that. You know, she she was a good looking. There's know, something about it that was. Hmm. But the, the, you know, they did everything. Ah, yeah. she's. A, <laughs> But, so they, well, they did. They had everything. They, they had chemtrails. They had um, they had every single thing: UFOs, chemtrails, secret organizations, secret government bases, deep underground bases. Everything that's been used. Do they have anything now, real, or is it all just the really crazy conspiracies? Um, you know, they they, they mixed it. They mixed some real with with outrageous stuff, yeah. just like a Greg Carwood, a Greg Carwood show. You know, real oh, with okay. some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, after the you're break. listening to After the Break. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, I'm Ryan from Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com. What a voice. He always I remember he sounded out of it, eh? Rob. Yeah. You know him, Thomas J? No, who who is that? That's Rome. Rome. Your area. He was a he's a Melburnian. No, no, not for me. Probably right. a bit of a stoner. But yeah. So anyway, the, so the X Files and that really this is X Files came out just before the internet, right? And at the right, right. time, Fox Fox released it. And Chris Carter's CC, Chris Carter CC. Guess what his production company was called? No, uh, um, one one three. That's his birthday, mm. allegedly, third of one one three. It was his um, production company. Three eleven. You're right. Three eleven. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he, so so basically, I was already out there, you know, going to Nexus conferences, and you know, I'd been to see um, all these, you know, you know, big time conspiracy types from the eighties. I'd seen them, and I've seen the thinking going, this this is, yeah, fantastic. That's still. Yeah, still, still oh, good, yeah, still, still good, still, still, yeah. still got half good and half bad, half good, half bad. Yeah. Um, actually, I read it. I actually had a look, look at one of my uh, sister's place the other day, uh, quite a recent one. I was thinking, oh, good stuff. There's some interesting stuff, and again, mixed with bad stuff though. So you get half good and half bad. So you're in a la la land basically. <clears throat> but I met Duncan. I met him. Duncan Rhodes is it was his father's magazine. I've got number one and number two. Right next to my bed right now, very first issues of that magazine from 87. And it's half the stuff they're talking about then has come true. Easy. Easy. It's particularly, they were always on about um, the, cro- the food shortages coming and the, um, the control of the uh, pharmaceutical corporations and the control of um, seed, the seed saver networks that you needed to get involved with because that Monsanto was coming after the seeds to create... G- that, that was all '97 that they were going yeah, on about that. So, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, good, good, 
one hundred percent. So how? So roughly, yeah. No, so how old are you, um, Thomas? Mid forties, roughly. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, right, we, right. You, I got you there. He, yeah. So the, this stuff was around back in in the nineties. So the, the X Files came out, but they basically all they were doing was forcing a conspiratorial mind onto this generation, so that when the internet came out. They could just plonk you down every different hole, rabbit hole. They scattered rabbit holes all around the area. But the truth was a little bit further on. And so good researchers and good thinkers all jumped down, you know, um, UFOs, um, flat earth, uh, hollow earth. Um, I fell down yeah, all of them. Absolutely, I took them all. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been down them. But, yeah, I've been down them. But because I'd woken up to the UFO hoax early on in the piece, with a good friend of mine, because we were the youngest people in New Zealand to go to the National UFO Conference that they first held in the late 70s. We went there as we were 12 years old. And when we, by the time we were 15 or 16, we worked out that the whole thing was a scam. That was, we were just, there were, these UFO magazines were deliberately putting UFO, um, pictures of military planes, like particularly the Flying Triangle one years in, uh, the, the the fighter triangle, you know, the, what was it, fighter plane that was a little triangle. They were showing that 10 years before it got released as a, um, as a UFO. And now we know it was just a um, stealth fighter, you know, and they were just flying it around testing it and some people had seen it and took photos of it. I worked out probably about 16 that the whole UFO network, just like um, the incredible, you know, uh, researcher Bill Bill Cooper, he'd been betrayed and tr- he'd been lied to. He he literally was the guy that I used to listen to, and then all of a sudden he turned around and said, "Hang on, I've been lied to. This is all bullshit." You know, and he actually he did a three hundred and sixty. At the same time, we had worked out. Wait a minute, you know, this is just military stuff. And then Bill Cooper started doing some really good stuff, and I listened to a lot of that back in the day. And yeah, by the time that's all. Yeah, I, I worked out that the X Files was just a disinformation program, literally. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, Every, yeah, yeah. black goo, sure. black goo, um, Tang, Tanguska nukes, nuclear bombs, aliens. Everything was in that show. Uh, you know, and um, of course, yeah, 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 for sure. So, 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 once the internet came out in '96, you then had five, ten years of all these, you know. Um, think tank groups or little groups that were all, you know, researching stuff. Next thing you know, after 9-11, a few years after that, there was every, you, you could just go down every different hole, you know, everything, there was the Simon's checks stuff didn't come out till 2007, 2008, I guess. But all of a sudden there was no planes and that, they did not want you to ever know that there was no planes. They do not want you to know that that was a staged event. They want you to think that it was lasers from the space. They want the, the um, flat earthers to think there was some, you know, there was an, or was an energy system underneath the thing that, and they used, I've heard it the other day, I believe it or not, fakeologists that someone was saying the, um, you know, that the, the, they have evaporated them with a, um, you know, conviction or whatever, some, some, some simple science thing, but, the, the basic thing of 9-11 was just the simplest answer that they dem- demolished them. They planted the, the explosives over the 10 years that they were emptied from nine, the first fake terrorist attack. 
<clears throat> they want you to go with the most bizarre theory to keep you out of the common one that you were just watching the two buildings getting demolished that they've been plotted 30, 33 years prior to the event. No space aliens, no heat guns, no tornadoes from space like, um, what's the name, Ab? Are you still there? The, what's that woman that, um, oh, whatever name she, Judy Woods. Judy Woods. Judy Woods. Exactly. That's yeah. the one, look, um, look, that's the one that blew me away because that's a dude. It sounded good. <laughs> Judy was. That's a dude, yeah. You, uh, you, Dame Judy. Do they call her Miss Judy Woods or like what I say about, what? um. Oh, it's a dude. It's a dude. You're totally right. It's a dude. Now that I think about it, now that you think about it, it's definitely a dude. Have you, have you, have you seen, I shared it. I've got old Time magazines from the 60s, right? Yeah. And I've got an article, an article on the JFK shootings one month after the shooting from um, yeah. December 1963. And it's got an interview okay. with um, Wilkes Booth's, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, fucking hell. Um, you know, the, the, three the three barrel, you know, um, the shooter, you know, the, they shot that. Lee Harvey I'm say John Lee, yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. I was going to say John Hawkes Booth, and there's another fake that was fucking Kent, shooting guarantee. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That was Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah. But anyway, Lee Harvey Oswald's mother was zooming around lobbying that his son was innocent. You've got to check out her photo. It's, it is a male. And I suggest it's actually a really famous American politician that was a very right-wing uh, guy. I said he looks awfully like... Um, this particular guy. Then SMJ said, no, it looks like another guy. And he was right too. It does look like another um, American politician. It's not a, it's no way is that's a female. And that's what I say about um, uh, EGI. You can spot them straight away. There's no mystery about these women that are dressed no, up as men. there's not. Man, sorry, men there's dressed up. There's not. They look immediately, you know, that's not a fucking woman. That's a bloke. And same with um, our prime minister that we had. Here, um, his, his wife is clearly a man. There's no, there's no ifs nor buts about um, Malcolm Turnbull. Who is that? Lucy Turnbull. Lucy Turnbull. Let's look up Lucy Turnbull. And this is, and, and, and she's got the name Lucy. Lu Lucy. Lucy's the Lucy Fur, guaranteed. Old, probably an old. Oh, right. Yeah. Right in this family. Just have a look at her. She was the mayor of Sydney for a while there. But now, when you look at it, it's the, she looks, there's nothing like a female about her. Same with um, Bill Gates's wife. Yeah, man, Linda. No way that, but I, I believe Bill Gates is female. Literally. I agree. I cannot, I agree. I cannot impersonate. Final solution. Final solution. Final solution. The, the voice. And Trump. You, you Trump too. Yeah, apparently, apparently so. But I, that to me, there's something wrong with Trump. Female, but, but his vo his voice is definitely masculine. But they can't fake their voices. It's the voices that like final solution. Like Bill Gates's voice is female. Every part of yeah, it. Yeah, he's even got that kind of build. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and the boobs. And the boobs, yeah, for sure. And I saw that. 
I have a stack of knowledge on that, um, Tom. Yeah, you don't, oh, yeah, Thomas, right. Thomas is, is deep into this. Go look at the latest Mr. E that I put on fakotube.com. There's some character called, uh, something joy. I never heard of him, but he's real. he's really a bad transvestite. He's, it's, he's just too obvious. It's a male. Look, 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 Ed, when you look at Michael Obama, As you said, Right. Yeah. You can see. Right. When you look at Michelle, I'm uh, sorry, um, Bill Gates's wife, you know, uh, who, who looks uncannily like Kevin Klein in some of those. Yeah, and yeah. there is a oh, link yeah. between Kevin Klein and, and, um, Melinda, Melinda Gates. But Bill Gates, to me, is definitely female. And, and, and the whole story about him. And, and so this is my, this is my bizarre conspiracy theory. We had two songs. Big time songs that were terrible songs, I thought. But there was, and we also had a, a famous tennis star, Billie Jean King, who looked like a bloke as well, who was a lesbian. We had Billie Jean King, so that name Bill, Billie Jean and Jean's Jean technology. Then we had um, Michael Jackson singing Billie Jean isn't, you know, ain't my woman or whatever, you know. So those songs kept reiterating, psychically driving Billie Jean, Billie Jean, you know, that Bill. There's something yeah. about, you know, we associate Bill Gates with genes and, you know, medi- medical. He's not medical. He's not even a computer scientist. He hasn't got any no. background. He was just the son of a... Um, a eugenicist. Anchor. Son of a eugenicist. And his, but his mother was very high up with um, the um, computer company IBM. Big time. Hang on. Sorry, I said... Phone call from through. I need to get rid of that. Probably. Sorry. Probably your fans. And anyone right. wants to get a hold of Rick, oh, yeah. it's Rick at fakeologist.com. Do you want to contact Rick? Yeah. New emails this year? Yeah. Or this week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think so. I haven't actually been checking because I've been kind of under the weather working and trying to balance bills and things like that. Because I'm speaking of Bill, Bill Gates. And I'll tell you another conspiracy theory is mine. Bill, the name Bill's got Bill Clinton and Bill Gates. If you look at Bill on a digital radio, sorry, a digital clock when you wake up in the morning, so it's B, it's 6.11 to me. It's 6.11 spells Bill. Right. So that's that. There's a bit of a cut. Now, that's extreme, obviously, but maybe yeah, not. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. Yeah, maybe not. not. Bad. Well, well, 9.11 upside down is 6.11, you know, or, or, or the reflection of it. And Bill... Looks like nine eleven or six. Sorry, six eleven digitally to me spells Bill. That's B dot dot L L or whatever. So again, I could be stretching it, but I don't think so. The more I go on to look at things, things do seem to be you know, psychically driven or orally driven yeah. by your ears. You know, You're making a TV. ton of connections tonight, Rick. You're very full of connections tonight. Oh, Ed, you, you, if, if I said everything that actually comes through my mind, which I've taken notes for, then I'd probably lose the notes. So it's so funny, like the other day I wrote all amazing things down on the train, things that I was reading in this particular book, and I must have left the notes on the train, and someone would pick them up and go, what the fuck? You know, like, look, no, you know, nothing would make any sense because it's just weird connections. I've gone, oh, there's there, there, you know, write it down. What's your next show on the hoax syndicate? Uh, whenever, whenever Velocet 
he wanted to do something the other night, but I said I can't do anything on a Friday night. <clears throat> I'm still tied up, but probably at some stage. But I, what I, as I said to you, you know, it's like I can. I don't need to worry about what I'm saying on there because I do find that if I'm on a fake, fake oldest network and you've got an audience of people with fake oldest, I will. I could easily start talking about stuff that's got zero, zero to do with. So I try and keep it relevant here. But on uh, the, the hate syndicate, I'll, I'll talk. Uh, yeah, I can talk about anything, and if I want to talk about. But it is the hoax or, um, syndicate. Don't they want you to talk about hoaxes? No, I don't think so. I think it's just the way that you know, what's the entertaining show? They can have have some you know traction with or whatever. We, he did try the other night to do something with um, possibly even Ryan oh. and I, but. Yeah, he was there waiting patiently. I could see him there, but I couldn't talk because I was working, and so it didn't happen. But there may be a Rick and Rollo popping in soon, guaranteed. Nice. And actually, to be on, to be honest, even if he's as drunk as ten men, it's not going to affect you. So Velocet's oh, that's fine. Put it on there. I'll listen. Yeah. I might and, even. Well, listen. No, no, it's not bad, but, well, why? Well, wouldn't you? Because it, it'll be entertaining. I, I just get upset with him still because he still every now and then decides to start, you know, raving about his next door neighbours. Because I feel sorry for his next door neighbours. I don't have any sympathy with him whatsoever. I, 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 I just feel sorry for people that would move next to a guy playing music loud at night. Um, that was him that just well, rang me yeah. just then, by the way. He, oh, he just yeah. rang. He just rang me. Yeah. He that must be listening. He may well be listening. I don't know. I don't, would he have rang if he was knew I was listening live? But he may well have done. But you know, I oh, think. Oh yeah, maybe not. Anyway, back, back 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 to Bill Gates. I think he is a female. So I, I, I'm not against the EGI thing. I do think it's a lot of the EGI I, I, I'm not with because I think it's just to me. It's a lot of it is um, uh, Mandela effect, telling you you can't trust your own sight. But what I'm saying is that yes, you can trust your oh, own sight because these yeah, trannies, yeah. these trannies. Look like trannies. You can see them straight away. <clears throat> and the other day, <coughs> sort the other day, I was in a um, getting my car fixed, van fixed, <coughs> and I was watching TV. And I looked at the screen of the, this news report that was going on, and I said, "This journalist isn't a woman; it's a man." And I yeah. contacted Frank straight away, and I said, "Frank, look at," and he he he, he started watching at the same time as me. And he's, you know, you know, Frank, what, you know what Frank's like anyway. At the best of times, he, he he agreed immediately. But I just knew straight away that they are pushing this thing in your face. But it's not hidden. It's quite obvious if you're aware that they these people are fucking around with your um, the women and turning them into sorry, yeah, the men that the turning openly obvious men. And putting a wig on them and some makeup and telling you that's a woman. Michael Obama is a classic example of it. I mean, there's nothing feminine about the guy at all. You've you know you've seen the shots of him d- dancing on. Well, I agree. And actually, you know, Thomas oh, Gates oh. on the call and he introduced me to um, Poncho Pete, who's talking about Gates. You talk about Gates. The gate is yeah. going to be one of the is going to be one of the digital ID biomarkers where if you walk yep. ah. if you watch somebody walking from behind you look at their gait you can tell if it's a male or a female 
That's by you know, Al- yeah. Thomas. Well, I'll tell you an interesting thing about that. Alan Watt brought that up. He read from a book. Oh, did on, he? Might have been, yeah, it might have been the, the, in the Bible or it was one of Plato's books. No, I was thinking it was in the Bible. That, yeah, no, some section, chapter in the Bible, or a, sorry, not a chapter, a, um, says it. Verse. They turned, around, they turned around and looked, and you couldn't tell if it was a male or female. They, they, they will come to the, the person walked past them, and they turned around and looked, and they couldn't tell if it was male or female by their bodies. That, I think it's a biblical scripture. Uh, that's a, that's no, no joke. That was an old animal thing because he brings it up in his books. If you ever look at his actual books, there's, there's two that he's published. That they, they don't come out, they come out in, out in ring binders, like hand screened and handmade together, but they're really interesting. And he brings up this thing about the, it's, in the, it's called the transgender agenda. It's at Alan Watt. Highly recommend anyone goes and pays $30 or $20 and get, get it. I think Melissa's still putting them out. Get the transgender agenda by Alan Watt. And he brings that very thing up about you can turn around and look at them and you can't tell by their walk. You won't be able to tell if it's male or female. Now, it's a chapter. It's sorry. It's a part of the Bible. Yeah. It might be in Revelation. But yeah. after the break, you're, on, you're listening to after the break. Hi, I'm just a gal. Top notch energy, Doctor Fuster Clark. Going from Manitoba. Fake from Sweden. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. We're back. We're listening to Be Told, Be Told, Saturday night, uh, Sunday night, and the, the 5th of March, 2023. And we're talking about um, EGI and the such. And I have to shout out, Fake Oak's been uh, contacting me from Sweden. Fantastic. Um, always popping in and listening and making comments. So, hello, Mr. Fake Oak from Sweden. Break it, Fake Oak. Yeah, that's, so that's a... Yeah, so the gate is what is going to catch you from behind. It'll be able to identify you, and your face will be your biometric identifier yeah, that, from the that, front. Yeah, so you won't need so a chip. Gate, you won't need a phone. It'll be your face. Yeah, gate, gate technology was used three years ago. As soon as they turned the, brought the masks out, they sent the, they needed to recalibrate the AI or you know the the, the, the cameras. Yeah. To be able to pick gait, and gait is the thing for sure. Um, you, the way you walk is completely. Yeah. But I'll tell you an interesting. I'll tell you something. So I spoke to a guy about this one night, who who you know fairly elite type. You know, well, no, a guy being the military, and he said that's bullshit. He said because I said no, he didn't say it's bullshit. But he said I know how to fix that. He goes, when you're in the military, you walk as one. If you marched, you know, because he was in the Royal Marines and the SAS. And he said, when you march in the military, you march an identical um, yeah. step and gait. Lock, lock step. You couldn't tell lockstep. You march in lockstep. You could not t- So <laughs> you, you look a bit odd, but if you walked around marching in lockstep, no one would be able to tell who you were if there was more than three of you right. walking together because you're all walking right. in the identical. The military. Well, that's the, not the a natural it's not a natural no. gate. You're, you're... No, you, you look you look a bit odd. Yes, yes, but um, you could do it. I call bullshit. You could do There's... it. But, or you could, go ahead, Marfa. If you want to, if, go ahead, uh, you, you, Thomas. Yeah, 
If you wanted, if if you try to identify uh, one of the thousands of Korean soldiers all marching in the same thing by their gait, you couldn't do it. How could They're you? They're all it? in on it. The marches. They're all in on it. No, 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 no. But if you, you, if you wanted to march to, 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 to disidentify yourself by the way you individually walked right now, you could just do a military march. And be unidentifiable with thousands of other people that march that way. Not a, a chance in hell. Not a chance in hell. Are you kidding? I'd march as a man next to a bunch of girls, and all of the girls would be instantly identified. Okay. Mm, I'm not sure about that one. You cannot hide it. You can't hide if you, it. If you walk, if you, if you, if you were with 30 people that were all marching in lockstep, there's no way you could be identified. Dude, I was, I walked my daughter through the city just, um, just three or four days ago. We spent maybe three, four hours in the city and I reckon we, we nailed at least a dozen trainees in, in the main street. No, I'm not talking. I don't know. I think you might be talking about a different thing than I'm. I'm, I'm talking about the, 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 the CG, I'm talking about the cameras, the cameras identifying you. As a different person. Huh. Um, yeah, I don't know if you're talking about the same. Are you saying you can't fake a gate? You can't fake a gate. That's what you're saying, I think. I well, I think I well, I guess I'm saying that um, the military march is the faking of the gate. Oh, right. Interesting. But, but what? Yeah. yeah okay. But what, what I'm saying is if you wanted to, to blend in, if you were marching in exactly the same way as thousands of other people, you wouldn't have an identifiable gait. You'd be marching just like the British military or the Australian military or the Chinese military or the German military. They can, they can walk identically. You cannot tell them apart by the way they're walking. You, you try and tell me just with your own mind how many different people at like the Chinese military when they do that funny march. They all look the same. They are marching in step, lockstep. That's, that is a word, obviously, lockstep. But if you were just cruising around the city and you got a sore leg, or you got a, or your hips not working properly, yes, you will stand out as being a different person. But if you'll march, if you'll, ma- if you can manage to march in a lockstep, these cameras won't be able to identify you as anyone else. And if you were covered, have your face covered at the same time, even more impossible. So there is ways and means about it. You're just going to look straight. Looks strange, that's all. But who cares? You're kind of trying to convince me that um, 100% no. of the military are, are, are non-inverted. No, I'm not. I don't know where you're going there. Don't know where you're going there. Have you been on the show before? So how long have you been on Fakeologist? Not a long time. And how, how did you find it? That's more interesting. <laughs> JLB. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right. Well, do you pay money to be on his site? Yeah. All right, then good on you, mate. That's all I'm going to say. Good on you. Fuck all for me. I mean, like, like, geez, last night I went to the pub, bought two beers. Yeah, they're 12 bucks each. I spilled one. 12, you're paying $12 for a beer at a pub. They must be really good ones. 
Are you fucking kidding me? If I if I get a um like a a, a decent IPA from like a local craft house, it's twenty bucks. Oh yeah, well that's this is well, listen, man. Listen, oh, then I would be out of Melbourne faster than you could say J or B. Got to be the most uh, expensive city in the world. Yeah, but sounds like it. Sounds like it. I know it's about ten to twelve dollars for a schooner around, you know, in Sydney. Eight around to ten, that. yeah. But uh, Eight to 10 yeah. for a schooner. But uh, twelve yeah. to fourteen, like fourteen normally. Fourteen for a uh, pint. Melbourne. Not well, then, if you're paying twelve dollars a week or whatever it costs to be on Joe then it's cheap, not a not a problem. Oh, but uh, it's, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're Marfa, or I don't know, Thomas J. You're from Jonas the jail, I believe, right? That's how you found us. Yeah, by the sound of it. I always find that the I always find something. I always know. I always usually go because there's always something I go. What the fuck's he on about? And uh, nine times out of ten, that? that's where they came from. Oh, okay. nine times out of ten, yeah, that's where they come from. Come from JLB, is that yeah. right? Yeah, I found JLB about a year ago. Um, yep. And uh, since then, I, I reckon I've been the most controversial fucking person on there. Since wow, um, well, that, that'll be that'll be a that 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 yeah. Well, you know how, you know how I got on the psychologist. How I forgot he, because I was listening to a psychologist broadcast with J or B on there, and I thought this cunt is a fucking lunatic. And I got I thought, and it took me hours and hours and hours. I didn't realize he was just running a uh, business model business model, <laughs> and I find. And I finally got on there, and I I got on there, and so I owe him. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have got onto the psychologist, because I thought this guy is a bullshit artist. That's what I thought. Bullshit artist, and I'd, yeah, I'd and I got on there. D- d- no, no. Well, apparently, if you're on the side, he's fantastic. But if you're not, he's not, because there's no heavyweights out there that like him. They all think he's a cunt. And and I love what <laughs> Napoleon Wilson said. He said. They said he comes into the room, he, he walks into the room, farts, and then walks out again because that's what he does. But years not later, after not a team player, no, he's there for himself because he wants to, you know, have people supporting him for his lifestyle sitting in cafes, <coughs> sitting in <his> laptop. <laughs> well, I have to admit, I will admit, I sent him some epic cash the other day. And, Look, uh, he's been good yeah. for you. Look, uh, Ab, uh, he's been good yeah. for you because he does. He cross he cross pollinates. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, I yeah, find that some of the people I find that I've gone, where are you coming from here? They've come off that site rather than come off another site to here because right, a lot of the stuff is as uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff. He's gonna is, love this, is, Rick. He's gonna love this stuff. So keep it up. Keep uh, I've said it all. I, I've I've said it all before. But I look. I, I don't. I, I, I don't, I don't have a go at him very often until someone starts, you know, when I hear someone going, talking about stuff or mistranslating what I'm talking about, and they say that's where they came <laughs> from because you, you, if you've come off that site, you're not going to understand a lot of stuff anywhere else. But if you're the most controversial there, I'd love to hear what you're saying because he's got a few. Oh, now, I've got to say this, though. He's got some great people on that site, and he uh, 
I've spoken to a few of them. Very good. Very good people. So obviously, if you uh, that ex-cop, I can't remember his name, but he's in he's in Thailand. Um, oh, Maddie's great. Right. Maddie, Maddie, yeah, really good. And he he thinks he's fantastic. I met uh, and Joel met him and thinks he's a nice bloke. So he's obviously, I believe he's a nice bloke. But he's a business model, and he's trying to make money out of people's naivety or you know. Get him over there by using double. He'll, he'll, he'll the other days he's saying there's no such thing as 15 minute cities as a conspiracy. The conspiracy, conspiracy on 15 minute cities is no such thing. Now I'm telling you, the 15 minute cities is open knowledge now that that's quite clear what they want you to do. That they already did it in um, Sydney. They're building small these little small enclave cities where you you will not be able to leave if they bring in another COVID mandate. Guaranteed, guaranteed. He's deliberately yeah, just, just to cause a bit of, yeah. So what he's doing, he, he goes on to uh, IPS recently and brings up this 15-minute city thing. That He goes, there's no such thing. I'm calling auto-hoaxing it. I'm auto-hoaxing 15-minute cities. He knows in himself that they are a thing, guaranteed. But he knows he can call some people to go, oh, well, that's interesting. I'll go and listen to this stuff. And maybe yeah. one of them will sign up. So he's just a business model. He's not a truther in my mind. He's just a... He's a guy trying to make money out of the, uh, you know, th- this network, which I suggest you're either doing because you're just out that cause trouble or you're um, dis- disingenuous. Because if you want to make money, you'd be just flitting around Greg-, Greg Carwood's show like he's done before and trying to get the um, half awake onto your site. He's wasting his time on IPS, I think. I don't think there's anyone on there who's going to – well, there may be a couple – SMJ, they, they don't like that stuff. They can pick, they can pick them, pick them as being a money-making organisation for himself, which is good on him if that's what he yeah. wants to do. Good on him. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just being honest here. That's what I think about it. I, I, I just have yeah. no time for people that are just there to kind of scam, you know, deliberately say something that they know is going to upset people on that particular site, or cause some interest, and they might come in and join them up, actually join join on the site and help pay for his lifestyle of sitting in cafes, staring at a laptop, not going into old buildings, or not getting off his ass from where he was in fucking, uh, where it was in the, you know, and no, 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 no. He was, he was five hours bus from um, Ukraine. He could have gone down there and backed up his, no, oh, no did he do it? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Five hours. Five hours by bus, one hour by plane. He could have got, um, it was a number of us on fake. I just said, yeah, we'll pay for him to go there and just back it up. If he's not prepared to go into a war zone like the Ukraine right now, then I'm afraid I don't trust someone that's not prepared to go there. Because if that's your, um, say there was a, I've said it before, say there was someone reported dinosaurs roaming around um, Russia and say, you know, a Russian state, Georgia. There was dinosaurs roaming around Georgia, and you're sitting in close proximity to Georgia by about four or five hours. Wouldn't you get on a bus and go there? No, he didn't do it. He hasn't been there. He could have done it, and he would have been able to go around and make a whole lot of fucking money by showing that there was no bombs going off, no nothing. He didn't do it. To me, suspicious. It's long saying. 
said it before. If he's got any, if he wants to back it up, go to Ukraine. If he's where he says he is, and um, would you help crowdfund so that? Guaranteed. Rollo will pay for the whole airfare if you want. He'd have the same wow. view as I do. Mm. That would be great. It'd only be well, four hundred, probably four hundred euro, would get you from. Um, uh, where was he? Not, Plovdiv. Not, uh, He's in Plovdiv. Yeah, Plovdiv is the capital of the particular country, or it's, it's a ski no, field. The, Sofia the, is the capital of Bulgaria. Bulgaria, sorry, Bulgaria. Now, did you know? Yeah. There's only one other country that was a, that was neutral in the Second World War, next to Ukraine, yeah. to Germany. It was Bulgaria. So you're not going to get a lot of um, good truth from the Bulgarians because they weren't anything to do with World War Two at all. But you surely you'd be able to see planes flying over. You know, there'd be there'd be something you could see. Look, because you know that the English guy, um, uh, the um, Superman villain name, whatever his name. Oh, Les God, here Luther. we go again. There's Luther, as opposed to Lex Luther. Les yeah, Luther went there. Tra- fantastic. But John Lebon, or well, what is that's not his, and I don't even like using that name because that's not his real name. He could have easily gone and done a Les Luther and showed us the war hoax. No one died. He was on there the other day on IPS suggesting that there was no such thing as, um, Defoliant spray on Vietnam, basically. There was no such thing as Asian Orange. <clears throat> Bullshit. That's what I'm going to say now. Bullshit. There were so many ex-Vietnam vets walking around with rashes all over them in the 80s and 90s. Still to this day, probably, if they're still alive, from the, all the aerial sprays they were doing to kill the, the bush land, farmland, and rural areas of Vietnam. By the way, Orange is 33. Uh, Agent 33, there you go. Yeah. Why would they call it that? Well, all it was is rap, and they're still spraying round up over here, basically. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, um, it, it pisses me off, though, when I've got people that, you know, that they claim to be trying to find the truth, and they're not prepared to actually go into an area and back it up. Back it up, you know. And, and he could have made an, a fortune as the um, traveling, you know, you, nothing's happening here. Everything's he could fine. be a the war Russians correspondent. Yeah, that would be good. He could have been a war correspondent. Did he do it? Has he done it? No. Now, he could so still Rick. do it. Back it up. Yep. So, Rick, I've barely said a word for a while, but because I'm a uh, patron of um, JLB, you John would... Lebon. Uh, yep. Yeah, speak up a bit if you can. You're really low. Yeah, yeah very low. So, so, what I'm saying is because I'm a... a Patreon or whatever the fuck, you know, I, I'm subscribed to JLB, you would discount everything I say. No, no, not at all. But I, the way you were talking before when I was trying to explain something about the gate thing, you were going all over the place. You didn't, you went, you, you, you went on a completely different direction. So I thought, Mm-mm, you know, something sus there. I was just trying to explain that if you wanted to full a camera that, that had an AI in it, that was picking up on your gate. I was suggesting that if you marched in a lockstep with a one of the five different militaries out there or six, you'd be undefinable from one of them to you, unless your face was visible and they were getting your eye or your mouth or your face. So you had a mask on and you were just marching exactly like 
the British military, you couldn't be seen. You'd be invisible. That's what I was suggesting. Well, if you and, and, and you'd be walking it. unnaturally because that's an unnatural walk to march. It would. Think, it would. But if, if if an AI was picking up you as an individual person that had a like me, you know, one one of my legs, you know, I've had a serious injury on it, but you probably couldn't spot it. But maybe a camera could spot that I was walking with a yeah, swipe. The computer could um, find a but difference. If, because if I was a micro difference, yeah, but a, a micro difference. And if I, but I, if I was fully functioning and I could march, I'd, and, and I'd been in the military, say, for 10 years, and I knew how to march just like the British Army march, that, that camera would just go, um, could, it would be unable to find out who I was, I believe. That's my theory. That's all. So uh, you could be saying a lot of good stuff. And no, I'm not discounting because you're on there, but I'm saying that when you reacted the way I was talking, you went. You didn't understand what I was talking about. I, th- I believe. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not having a go at what you you actually believe as an individual. Okay, that's fine. Explain. Yeah, and I'll respond. After the break, Thomas and Rick. Rick's going long today. I'm on the edge. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Chief Crow and the Flat Earth Worms. What a wonderful song. Thanks to IPS. You're listening to Rick and Ab and uh, Thomas J or J Thomas or Thomas J on Fakeologist Radio, Fakeologist.com. And you've got Boom. Bolt. Or at Exeter, UK listening, Vale Park listening, Australia, another Australia, another Australia, Oslo, Newton Le Willows in the UK, wherever that is, and Willoughby, Australia. Where's Willoughby? <laughs> Never heard of it. Probably exists. Probably exists. You know how what? many weird towns we've got yep. over here? Many. Many. So no Canadians yes, sorry, are right. listening as usual. <laughs> Australians and UK. <laughs> no USA. Well, welcome. Well, welcome and listen to my uh, babbling on. I'm not. And again, again JLB, again, he, has, he annoyed me so much that I got off my ass and got onto the internet and became a talker on Fakeologist. So I give him 100% leeway there. And wow, I've said to him, he's driving you, through Australia. You're this show is because of JLB? If I wasn't, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for him annoying me so much when I listened to him <laughs> arguing. Oh, wow, that's a trivia. Oh, no, wow, it's that's true. Cool. I've already said, I think, I've, already, I've already told him. Okay. Off, you know, because, you know, when you're a Luddite in, in your 50s, getting onto a yeah. fake holiday thing, having to get, get a code word, get a password, did you, I was so yeah. pissed off listening to him. That he got me on here, so thanks to him. So every reaction has a, ne- a negative or a positive reaction. So I, I say it's a positive reaction, and I totally. Like, uh, if he was driving from Sydney to Melbourne, 
and he needed this place to stay, I would tell him where my key is and he could stay here. That's how much, because Velisat reckons he's fantastic. Everyone that I spoke to. You would let, the, the, you um, would let JLB stay in your place? No problem. Not a problem whatsoever. But I don't agree with, I don't like, it's not him I've got a problem with, it's his method of getting, yeah. attracting audiences. And the, again, most of the, the, high, the hard hitters of fakeologist.com all would agree with me, guaranteed. But that Dave Jay would. Dave Jay, yeah. Yeah, Dave Oh, Jay, no, we, sure. of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> that, that's, that's a fact. Because, yeah, because again, yeah, because uh, yeah, again, I say Dave Jay is 100% original material. He's not after any money whatsoever. He's out there to fucking break things, you know, literally. And he's out there to, as he says, burn it down. Burn it down. That's what he says. And I agree in some ways. But, you know, sometimes his methods are a bit too harsh, a bit too harsh. But um, I'm talking about a business model that someone's trying to earn money out of a truth. Not, I don't like, do not like. I, I just sign, you wouldn't, why would you be down here with nobodies that are zero, that are people struggling to earn money because they've already, a lot of them have lost their jobs or lost half their employment, like me, for instance, trying to get money off people. When you could just, Flit around the uh, higher side chats level groups and um, lifting the veil groups and make a whole lot of money out of those type of people and their shows that are kind of half and half. That's just my theory. Uh-huh. Though. Well, my sorry, that's my my opinion. <laughs> and yeah. I don't hold back. I tell people exactly what I think, and, and I'll give them credit for. Again, I'll say the other thing. JLB's made me laugh a lot because he he did some very funny stuff. And he was very kindly on the Fart podcast quite a few times. Hilarious, yeah. oh. but he wasn't. He wasn't. And those things, he wasn't trying to make money out of them. He wouldn't have been on that show, sure. But uh, when someone again, I was this Thomas guy. I just mistook him for, you know. So he was a JLB uh, acolyte. Oh, I see. Yeah, one good. Look, if he's getting his money's worth, good on him. Good on them because it sounds like one one beer in Victoria is worth at least a week on or two on JLB side. Here, I wouldn't be paying that much. That's for sure. Well, we are value for value. We our whole site is wide open. If you get anything from this show, then we just take whatever you think it's worth. If it's a beer, if it's um, a truckload of beer, then. We take it any way you can give it. I, I just, I don't and, like this subscription model. It makes me crazy. And you, exactly, exactly. And you're the same. And I agree with your one. It's like, you know, and obviously I, I've never sent you money, but I'm, I'll tell you what. There's a few people that I got on there that have sent, are sending you money, so it, it does pay off in the end. But I believe oh, that yeah. you're contributing a contributor value for value. You're try- doing other value. It doesn't have to be money. Well, it's content is value. You're doing a lot of yeah, well, content. If you, uh, yeah, and if you listen to the hoax syndicate, the hoax syndicate show, I totally every probably five to ten minutes or fifteen minutes, I brought up the fake olders. Fake yeah, you were very good because you were very good. Yeah, but and, and that's the way I operate. It's like give, I appreciate give that. If someone got you there, if someone got you there and helps you get your voice out there, make sure you plug no, them great. and get them. Mm. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. I think yeah, it's so. the best way. No, I, I plug, I'm not even on JLB's site, but I also cross-promote him as well. 
have him on. He'll be uh, on. Hey, 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 he promotes you. Yeah, he promotes you. So oh, yeah, he right. does. Right. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's good. No no arguments. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've done a bit of cross-promotion tonight, just mentioning his name, even though it's not his name. But, uh, you know, we, we do the right thing. We do the right thing. And and obviously, um, there are, you know... So, so, I, so with Thomas, I'm not 100% with the whole EGI thing. Like, as I said, but there's definitely a thing going on. There's no doubt about that. And But I believe that you will be able to spot him 100% a mile off. I don't, I, I'm not with um, some of them that don't look female. To me, uh, I, I'm kind of up and down with them. But I do agree that um, they've attacked the female form, the female body, by using these um, transgendered or transvestites. They've got male bodies. They're making females go, well, how come I can't have a bum like that or you know, legs like that? It's because you're never going to get it because you're a female and they're men. That's, That's right. the, the answer. And that's definitely been going on since the 60s. And again, if you look at um, Lee Harvey Oswald's mother or whoever was portraying her for those in the Time magazines that I have, um, that was a male. It looks like a male. There's not even a single part of that face or body that looks female. I'm going to have to punch that in. Lee Harvey Oswald's mother. I never even heard of her. I, look, well, just like, had you heard of um, Michael Aquino's mother, Betty Ford Aquino? No, not till I heard um, Stephen Snyder talking no. about it last week. And I, I would say... Marguerite Oswald. Up, Marguerite. Marguerite Oswald. Yeah, that's her. Uh, very feminine name. But let me just say this. I've got to send you the original photos from the Time magazine. Though. You've got a, no idea how a male this looks like. And it looks to me like one of Nixon's um, cabinet ministers or Johnson's, I think it's one of Johnson's, uh, not cabinet ministers, but one of his offsiders. Uh, It's a a male. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's tough. It's a 60s look for sure. Big, Big chin, big face, big thing, pair of big glasses on, wig, wig guaranteed. And Marguerite was traveling around trying to lobby for um, Lee, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald. And again, if well, you want to read an interesting book, I'll go. Well, how long so, did Lee live after the uh, after JFK? He got a book. Well, the Ruby Slippers guy, Ruby Slippers. Yeah. But how long was that? What? When did Lee Harvey allegedly get assassinated? About two weeks after he shot. Uh, sorry, he um, he pretended to shoot. Right. Um, oh, okay, two yeah. weeks. So how long was his mother on the scene then? Was she right away? Oh, on a the long scene, time. Or? Yeah, no, she was she, she was on the scene straight away, and then driving around. Uh, December twenty. Uh, that's 1963, December 1963. Yeah. So she was one month after trying to get him. So maybe maybe it was longer. I'm not a historian, sadly, but I've got the. I'll go through it tomorrow or tonight. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll send you. I'll send you some footage or photos from the, 
uh, I think it's December the 12th, 1963, Time magazine. Okay. And Margarita o- Oswald is, f- her face is there. It's just clearly a, clearly a man. But it looks to me like it's someone famous that's portraying her. Like, yeah. you know, um, Kiss- Kissinger's wife, <clears throat> um, whatever name oh, is. Oh, yeah. His name. Oh, no. To me, I've I've got photos of her, him, her, him. It's to me, it's George Hamilton. You know, George Hamilton. The, the, how did he become so famous? He was a nobody. He became the most famous. You know, he was in every TV show. He was George Hamilton. This he was always bronze. Yeah, bronze. But there's a photo of um, Kissinger's wife, and I swear to God, it's George Hamilton wearing a wig and makeup. Sometimes I think they use two different people for for Mrs. Kissinger. That's um, yeah. that's her name. She's still alive. Yeah, and Henry's still alive. Still, yeah, of course. Zooming in. But I, I I had a photo that to me, if someone said who's that, obviously that's George Hamilton and drag. And it was and Henry Kissinger was sitting next to him and muscular shoulders, wide shoulders, no chest, man's jaw. George Hamilton, when he was about probably 30-something or maybe in his late 20s. Look, I, look I'm being as out there as any, anything um, on JLB's side here. Kissinger's missus is like seven foot tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. George Hamilton's Kissinger, about that tall too. Kissinger's barely topping five four, feet. And his five missus foot tall. is yeah. fucking six foot six. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I reckon it's, it's look up George Hamilton when he's younger, and I'm telling you that that sometimes that Nancy Nancy Kissinger was being run was being played by George Hamilton because I used to George Hamilton's biggest issue in the EGI community, right? That we can't mm. identify the drag kings. We're good with the drag queens, right? Yeah. The women are really good at identifying the drag queens, the men that are pretending. They can them. spot them. They can. They, they, they really can spot them because they've got the. But men, the gaydar. I, we're very poor at identifying the drag kings, and the drag kings are all of them. They're Elvis. They're Jim Morrison. They're Donald Trump. They're they're like the drag king is fucking. You know, Scott Morrison, it's John Howard. It's, <laughs> this is who they are. We're good at identifying the drag queens. We're really shit at the drag kings. It's on both sides. Yeah, well, that's the hard, that, well, okay, that, well, that's probably the more con- So, yeah, and so on the, yeah, so you probably are more controversial over there because it's probably, because very few people, the female to male is very difficult. A lot of people find it very hard to accept that a female could be a male, but you know, obviously, if, if you can do a male to female, you can do a, you can reverse it. But when I was a kid, I saw uh, there was a documentary in the eighties called uh, "Shocking Asia." There was "Shocking Asia." Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, and they had yep. a full. I think the second one, a full sex change operation, and that brought my attention to it. At that time, 
But I really, I tuned in. That, that was the country that led the way, that led the way into that back in the day. What Asia. country is that? Thailand? Thailand. Thailand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't tell. You, you, the lady boys, you, they're, they're really difficult to tell. Really hard. Oh, yeah. Rihanna. Beyonce. Do you know she's a bit... She, yeah. Rihanna's a billionaire. Penny Wong. How? Yeah, well, well, there's no doubt about that one. Yeah. She looks like a bloke. Who? Looks Look at Penny Wong, it's out. What's that previous yeah. uh, New Zealand Prime Minister, the, the alleged woman? Jacinda Ardern. Jacinda no, Ardern. The one before. Oh, yeah, no, Helen Clark. For sure, Helen Clark. Oh, she looks like God. Frankenstein. Oh, my God. Yeah, Have a look 100%. at that. 100%. Yeah. You know, the, when you, so, so that's what I mean. As soon as you see her, you go, that's not a bloke. That's not a woman. That's a man. 100%. The, it, it, every part of her face is masculine. Same with um, Margarita Oswald. See, when you get to see her, and I'll try and find these original photos from, because they probably scrubbed a lot of it off the internet. I would say. <clears throat> I would say. But you know, I'm, I'm I'm with you on a lot of that. But uh, Penny Wong, 100, percent does not look off. You know, Victoria's Secret is that they're is all Victoria's men. Secret. They're all women. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so interesting. So Kelly interesting. Blaine, the other night. Can you believe this shit? It's, it's unbelievable. Kelly Slater, the surfer. Kelly Slater is a fucking woman. Well, he's got no hair left, so he must be taking a lot of hormones. The head. He's got an air head like fucking E.T. <laughs> so what's your... Um, uh, Basis of Sava Kelly Slater. His head shape is feminine. Yeah, it's an upside down egg. Upside down egg, right. You know, that actually, the, the, most of the EGI people tend to be females. The, sorry, the female fakeologists tend to be female. <laughs> sorry, the fakeologists females are very EGI because they seem to know that maybe they can pick them. I don't know, but there seems to be a lot of good... Um, point. Rachel, point yeah. that we're very good at spotting the drag queens. We're really not very good at spotting the drag kings, but the drag yeah. kings are all. Awesome. Robert De Niro is a woman. Fucking, you know, bloody Arnold Schwarzenegger is a fucking woman. They've been doing yeah. this forever. <clears throat> Dolph Lundgren is a woman. Fucking. <laughs> It's unbelievable, mm -hmm. and I understand why people really struggle with it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I struggle with um, Dolph Lundgren and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, just for their um, musk. Jean-Ford Glaude Van Damme can put his fucking ankle to his ear. Only women can do that. Yeah. You cannot He's put pretty your flexible. ankle to your ear, mate. But I can't put my ankle. I can't put my ankle forty forty degrees up on an angle. I can't even touch my toes. And I can't I've been touch my toes. Three years. 
I can I can roll, yeah. I can flip, I can cartwheel, I can I can kick you in the fucking head, but I cannot put my ankle next to my ear. But John Claude Claude Van Dame can. And so can <laughs> what's his name? Who is that big um wrestler type? I think it's a Samoan guy that might is a woman. The rock. The rock. The Rock. The Rock? Okay. Yeah, The Rock. Damn. Unbelievable. It's surgery. It's it's hormones. It's, um, you know, for all of your life. And that's... Yeah, you can't get off the hormones. And uh, Raquel, they just... Raquel Welsh, that guy, they just exited the stage. Two weeks ago. Yeah, two two weeks ago. I didn't know that. I I was talking about her the other day. Him. <laughs> and she was, um, and he was talking about transgender all the time in his movies, and uh, he was he was teasing the all very, the way. Yeah, the very I think that her third movie was the book by um, um, Vidal, uh, Gore Vidal, Vidal Gore Vidal. Yeah, and 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 she played a male to female transvestite. Yes, yes. Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio, fakeologist.com. The, the fifth, the Ides of March. Get ready for it. Uh, 2023, listening to, yes, Thomas J. And uh, talking about EGI, he's an EGI tragic by the sound of it. He knows the one way and the other way. The, he the, loves EGI. Uh, yeah, has he, so he obviously knows about um, Mr. E, Mr. E. Huge fan. Yeah. Mr. E's a legend. He's he's great. He's I mean, and, he, and he can sing, and he can sing. Well, he put together the words, right? The books that I was reading, bits and pieces. Yeah, you know, ten, twenty years ago, the Alice Bailey, Bailey stuff. That hey, Thomas, can you um, leave and come back? Because your mic is so low, I I can't even hear you. Yeah, sure. Maybe there just a connection issue. I don't know what it is. Because you used to be very loud. Yeah. <clears throat> you're listening to, you're listening to uh, Klaus Fob on uh, uh, the, the Sunday, the 5th of the, whatever they call it, the March on 2023 to uh, Abba Atoll, wonderful name, and Ike, and Thank some you. other person. Wonderful name. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, he's a EGI tragic. Guaranteed. Well, you can go left, right, and center with this one. 
left, right and centre. Yeah, that's... I, that's I, I could not true. believe that um, Raquel Walsh was a female, a uh, uh, male. What about Cher? That's more believable, to be honest. Yeah. The boys, the, the shoulders, the head. Yeah. 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 And then they have to have their child, Sonny and Cher's child, has to be a transgender. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that's where they bring uh, it out chest- in the open. Hmm. There's a there there. Guaranteed. Terrakel was fantastic. There's no doubt. If that, if that was a, um, a he, just fantastic. Fantastic work. Art, well, work of art. Well, interesting again, though, that Gore Vidal's book, um, Myra Beckenridge. Myra Beckenridge. Right. See, see, my brain's still working. I don't know what people would suggest yeah. that it's not working. Um, that was a mainstream movie, um, and, and Gore Vidal was very suspicious. Uh, you know, he was another one in my um, collection of um, uh, the Playboy Reader. He, he was a very, you know, his, his opinions and his his views were very mainstream for this in the sixties as, as um, society sh- shapers. So, the fact that she uh, is, you know, um, Raquel. Would yeah. have been portraying the you know the role of a transgender is suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. If you go into this, yeah, the thing. Mockery. I just yeah, and I just find the whole of um, the fashion industry, the Hollywood industry, that the fact that they would make. Females and I, and as I said, I spent you know many years working in gymnasiums and poof, these females were coming in saying, you know, they want their, you know, their lips to be smaller and their bums to be smaller and stuff like that. And you, I went, and I did a course, you know, for quite an intensive course back in the day, you know, did, and the first thing they told you, there's no such thing as spot reduction on the human body. You can't lose weight off your hips. The same amount of oh, I see, yeah. size is on your hmm, spot reduction was impossible. So we kind of learned back then that these people that they were looking at, they wanted, they could never be unless they weren't the same person that they were. That, that females had naturally bigger hips. Yeah, um, completely different shape. That's the big the, one. The amount of females, the, the amount of females that probably died over the years. From uh, ex, I call it ex, ex, no, um, what was the word I came up with? Anorexic. Anorexic. Ex, no, no, exorexic. So they, they, exorexic. they were running. The, yeah, ex, I call it exorexic. That was my word that I coined back then. So that they were getting up and going jogging at four in the morning. They'd have their knees bandaged up. They were trying to lose weight to to, to try and get some kind of the same shape bum as L. McPherson or, um, you know, Twiggy or something like that. Yet they had female breeding hips. They had a body that was feminine, you know, that was rounded and uh, that's now acceptable the the way things are. It could never be achieved because you can't lose weight off your hips or your bum the same amount of shape as on your your chin or your, your, your arms or whatever it's. 
impossible if you haven't got that shaped body. And so I do agree. So basically they have these role models as unachievable um, bodies, Uh, especially so Twiggy and Mary Quant, uh, not Mary Quant, but it was the makeup thing, but Twiggy was the very first um, skinny, skinny, boy, boyish bodied female. Is that a boy? The whole is that a man? Twiggy, Twiggy, uh, possibly or she, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not kind of stay back there, but I do agree that yeah, there's um, they've been fucking around with female role models for many years for sure. So uh, Thomas J's uh, 100% correct. In, in, in some of the suspicion, but I, I'm not. You know, I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger is a woman, and I don't think um, Dolph Lundgren's a woman at all. Because I mean, I've seen Dolph Lundgren, for instance. I mean, the guy's six foot four, all muscle. You know, he's got the you know totally masculine everything about him. How they'd change it if he was a woman into that? I've got no idea. If he's got more information, there you go. But uh, this is you know here we're going into the the more controversial end of fakeology, that's the EGI end of fakeology. Um, if, he, if he's got more information, if he, you know, what's going on, um, if he's got any evidence, bring it up because it's very difficult to uh, see because a lot of these guys have had kids um, and, and can fight as well. There's not many women that could even... With dealing with a uh, in hand-to-hand combat with a bloke, if they're female, born it doesn't matter how many hormones you take, females cannot deal with a male in a hand-to-hand fight. You know, someone tried to say Mike Tyson was a woman, and that's that's when I lost it with the EGI movement. There's nothing feminine about the guy, and he can punch ten times harder than any female that could, or a hundred times harder, probably. I'll take the pussy. That's what I'll say. That, fucking week. I'll take the pussy. Listen, dude. Dude, dude, dude. Listen, dude, dude. I know a guy who sparred him. I know a guy who sparred him. He was knocking white guys out left, right, and center. Yeah, well. This guy was a. He's got to get to me first. He's not even going to get close to me, mate. I'll be around the fucking ring. I don't even know where the fuck he's going. Yeah, all right. How about we try and organize? Have you have you got a, a ranking in martial arts? Yes. Where? What's your name then? Let me let me tell it because I know a fair bit about it and a lot of people. And so, where where is your ranking? Where's yours? Well, I haven't got one, man. I don't I don't do it. Obviously, I've done it, but I don't uh, I don't hold my Tell you, oh, well, that's stupid. I started in about 1999. Who'd you fight? Give me a name. Give me three names, especially in Victoria, because I know them all. I know them all, Victoria. You, you, you tell me who you fought. There's, there's no, there's no one I could have. Give me a name. Give me a name. Give me a name that you fought in Victoria in 1999. Because I was around that area. Do you know the Flower Drum Restaurant? <laughs> do you know Ninjutsu? 
I know exactly who founded Ninjutsu. Oh, right. What's the name? Ginger, the ginger-headed giant. Bob. I'll say his first name. Bob. What's his second name? You, you fully dropped out there for maybe 20 seconds. Well, I'm, I'm giving you his first name. I'll give you his first name, Bob. Give me his second name. So I, I know who you're talking about. Bob? Are you fucking kidding? It's Japanese. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Victorian martial artists. <laughs> what fucking martial artists? The biggest, the biggest bouncer, hit hard man from Victoria back in the day, Bob. I was wanting you to say his second name. So, whoop de do. The martial arts that I do, we're not allowed to to compete in in. MMA. All right, dude. Listen, listen, man. Listen, man. Listen, I can call you out and as a bullshit artist, and I think you are, man. Sorry. Call it. Go on. I, just, I said you're a bullshit artist. Hmm. Well, Jin Khan and you're going to fight. You're going to fight. You're going to fight Mike Tyson. Listen, man. There's no Japanese martial. There's no Chinese martial artists that can take on any of the the, the hard guys. They're all Irish, yeah. Irish or Russians. Irish or Russians beat everybody. I practice Bujinkan Ninjutsu. I practice at the largest school in the world. It's called Craig Guess Martial Arts. It's in Melbourne. Look it up. Call him. Do you know Call him. Listen, do you know His who I'm talking? Do you Craig know who Guess. I'm Call him. Hey dude, you sound like you've drunk too much. And maybe you should belong you should go back to John LeBon's site and fucking bullshit over there because you're wasting your time here, man. Do you need a link? No. Wouldn't believe me anyway. No. Anyway, dude, I'm gonna go because you can. To me, you're a bullshit artist, and you're um drunk or off your head, whatever it is. But you're making up outrageous claims. You're not going to take on Mike Tyson. Let me just tell you now. He'd knock you out with his fucking little finger. Mike Tyson. It's now. Right now. A righty ho. You, st- you stick to your EGI because I'm telling you now, man, st- and go back to Jay Le- John LeBon's site and fucking try it over there because he obviously thinks you think, you're, they, you're paying you money for it. You think they believe me there? You think they believe me there? Not a fucking chance in hell. You think John LeBon believes me? Mm. No. Well, there you go. It's 10 out of 10 to John LeBon. There you go. That's why I am the extreme. Yeah, good on you. I think we agree more than we disagree. I'll just say that. Yeah, well, if he wants to take on Mike Tyson, if he can get footage of it, I'll be Was there anything odd to you about Mike Tyson? His whole story, right? Yeah. None. No, he's a bully. A, a nasty bully who came up the ranks, who had a punch like uh, one of the incredible combinations. Great trainer, Gus, or whatever his name was, and um, knocked yeah. them all out. And a, a guy, guy I trained with years ago, he was a heavyweight kickboxer, Tom Tom Glanville, who's now dead. He died mysteriously in uh, L.A. Uh, sorry, in uh, Las Vegas. 
about 10 years ago. Really nice guy, six foot six, heavyweight kickboxer. He, he told me, he said they, Tyson would line white guys up and just go through them. And they were getting paid $200 a time to spar them. And he was knocking them out. Bang, bang, bang. They don't, they don't a woman, man. Listen, you know, you, and this guy believe, is. You believe it too. Man, I'll tell you, Ab's 100%. 100%. Yeah. What about his funny, squeaky voice, Rick? That's why he was a bully, because he was picked on because of his lisp. And he was, he was tough. You know, that's what you know, people that grow up with a lisp or the, you know, stunted growth or whatever, short guys are always going to be tough because they've been picked on. You know, right, yeah. big tall, tough. Was he yeah, short? Big, tall, tough. How tall is guys. he? He's five foot 10 or whatever, but you know, he's, he's not, you know, he was taking on guys much bigger than him. And, um, and he's just a lethal combinations, muscular, Females cannot turn into that. I mean, this guy's obviously, you know, got his own opinions, but yeah, not not to me. One hundred percent. What? I um, my uh, daughter, my um, sister's boyfriend at the time had a had a sister, and she was a one of those bodybuilder types, and yeah. she. Just the muscles that these people put on it it looks it looks freaky to me i I don't like the look, but it's it's amazing well, you how should, much you, muscle these female well, bodybuilders yeah what do you look think? up because they're taking yeah well bev francis 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 back in my day in gyms and stuff back in the eighties she yeah. was a freak a freak because but she was shooting up. Testosterone, uh, right. every hormone, uh, doing all the stuff. She was married to a bloke, and she ended up looking more like the bloke than the, the her husband. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, you know, so it can be done. It can be done. Can, but, but I'm telling you, yes, they can. But get this, they can. They have not got the strength. They can't fight. They cannot lift heavy. They can't do any of those things. So what are all those muscles doing then on their body? You can't use Nothing, them, you're saying? No, you, no, you can't. But this is the thing. Bodybuilders that take steroids cannot lift heavy because yeah. they tear their ligaments. Their ligaments can't handle oh, okay. the stress. You can, yeah, you, yeah, you can make your muscles bigger. And I, look, I'm going to say this. I know a fair bit about it. I've been involved with gyms and fitness and fighting and stuff like that since the 80s. Okay. So, and I know the, like I know the Victorian, you know, scene, I know that I met them. I met every dodgy person ever, you know, back in the day. In the nice when I was running a gym in Balmain, and I had a friend of mine who was dealing with Victorians, Perth, whatever. And so I met lots of interesting hard characters and stuff. At no stage was any female, uh, and there was a few that trained with us. None yeah. of them could stand up into a ring with a. And you're seeing this now with this transgender agenda. There's you know, f- hardcore fighters in the female martial arts, mixed martial arts, whatever, that are getting knocked yeah. out by a tranny that's gone in there. All he's done, he's, t- he's taking a few female hormones to try and get his voice a bit yeah. higher. He's knocking them out with punches they've never ever hit, had before from another woman. Women cannot, they do not have the muscular strength of a male, period. Right. There's, there's no argument it isn't to. So anyone that tells me that Mike Tyson's a woman, I got, I've lost their, it's just 
forget about it. Tyson knocked out hard fucking punches, you know, and and and, and fought really good fighters. Um, yeah. Some of them probably were thrown for sure. Righty, you know, listen, dude. I'm telling you, listen, listen. I can see where you're going, but it's. I'm telling you, in in the real world, you're not. You don't get any credence from me, man. All I'm going to tell you now. Righty ho. So you're making these claims of females. All Mo, uh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad all Ali. All of them. Righty ho. Laugh it up. Yeah. I'm not laughing. I'm just concerned that you've lost all. Thing like a butterfly. What is it? Um. Yeah. Move like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Some shit like that. That was a good line. And he's a female. He's a female. Of course, he. Of course, she is. Righty up. So who's actually masculine then? Who's name me right? Name me one. Name me a male boxer that's sort of. What about Joe Frazier? Was that a woman? After the break, we'll have to wait to find out. Mm. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. By George, we've cracked the false flag code. It's three words. Fakeologist.com <laughs> You like that, Popper? Yes, very clever. Very clever. So, Joe, Joe Frazier, a female. Male or woman? Mm. Mm-hmm. You're not coming through Waking. if you're speaking. He was, a, he was another one, a bully as well. A lot of those good boxers were all bullies, you know. Big. Well, and they're none of the toughest of the lot. Yeah, but just the, 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 the physical size of these guys and their punches and their movements and stuff like that, no female can ever judge it. You just look at, what's the name, Rouse, whatever her name um, Rhonda Rouse or whatever her name is. Yeah, she looks. She's got a head punched in a bit, and she's got a broken nose. But you put her in the ring with a um, lightweight bloke that can box. She's going to get knocked out. Ron, Ronda Rousey or whatever her name can't be done. Cannot be done. And this is where the EGI goes out the window. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm 100 percent against it. Actually, now that I listen to this guy, I think I think this is this is literally the uh, Mandela effect of the highest order, worse than the Mandela effect, actually. It's trying to say that everyone that's a, that you've thought is a man's a woman. And that's um, Mandela effect, and it's called gaslighting. And it works on the dumber people, so that, say a 16-year-old that's been net researching and, you know, watching TikTok. But when you get to a guy that, like me who's spoken and hang, hung around a lot of these hard guys, there's no females amongst them, none. Zero. Yeah, so, I, I get your point. Yeah. You are out in the real world. Oh, man, listen, yeah, 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 that, that yeah, is yeah, the problem I'm, when but, you uh, don't live in the real world when you're in the meta. I agree with that sitting, statement. You're watching, yeah, you're watching computer games on TV, and you, yeah, you know, and you can press a button and change someone's muscles to be bigger and knock them out. Like Bruce Lee, for instance, incredible athlete of the highest magnitude, but he lasts two seconds with a um. Good boxer. He never took on any good boxer. He never, I don't think he fought competitively. He was just a uh, icon. And um, <clears throat> again, thanks to SMJ, 100%. So oh, I didn't know this. His father, 
you know, uh, he was an act, they're all from an acting family. And he, again, this is my, this is me, 100% here. The whole of the martial arts situation that happened in the 70s was all to do with introducing the West to the Chinese logo to bring China into the West. And it was a system of, you know, because we all loved Bruce Lee movies and Enter the Dragon, the Dragon logo. Next thing there's martial arts centers everywhere. Every church had a martial arts center in it type of thing. The whole martial arts thing was bringing in China into the West, guaranteed. Bruce Lee, number one. Look at his um, death. You know, was, there's all these 9-11s and his birth and death. David Carradine, was he in it too? He was just, he, he couldn't fight his way to a wet paper bag, but he was a good actor from the Carradine family who, Satanist, big time, guaranteed. John Carradine, the senior, um, linked in with, um, I think um, we were talking about last week, the uh, one of the big Satanists, John Carradine, was very close to him. And um, David Carradine was a, Good actor, and he, but he never could do any martial arts. But that show, Kung Fu, 74 to 76, 77, introducing the West into the martial art and Asia and the, the dragon and the Chinese, you know, normalizing having Chinese everywhere. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't hold up, yeah, I don't hold up martial arts any, like, as effective in fighting techniques. That's why you look at the, the guys that are winning all these fights, like the, the grapplers, the, 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 the guys that can do judo and punch, ex, a boxer that can wrestle and do judo will win any fight. You know, and that's why BBJ, Brazilian, so BJJ, is the, probably the, one of the best martial arts you can do, in my mind. And they tend to win most of the fights. They get you on the ground and start punching you. But um, there's no women involved high-level fights that are winning against men, guaranteed. So I'm not going to sit there and pretend that, you know, some that these views are credible. So where'd BJJ come from? Do you want me to, the Gracie family? Yeah, so where'd it come from? Well, Gracie was Scottish and he went to live in... Um, Japan was it? Oh no, South America. And uh, he started his Gracie school. And they're fantastic. That all of them, even his grandkids, can fight. But he was he was a Scotsman. He was he did judo basically, and he started up a school in South America. Gracie did. BJJ was from the Gracie school. Most of it, yeah, I would say. That's how I heard about it. With that much, I agree with that much. But where did it come from? It came from Bujikan and Jitsu. That's where it came from. It was a cross between judo and no um, boxing and fighting. All of those are way kind of re- kind of re- re- wrestling, wrestling, boxing, and Jitsu. one or the other. One. Yeah, I don't think I think the Japanese and Jitsu. Uh, yeah. I think the Indians, the most martial arts come from India originally, guaranteed. And they use mesmerism to draw you. BJJ is a version of ninjutsu 
that was taken from Japan to South America and turned into a sport. Because by Gracie's, by Mr. Gracie, by Mr. Gracie. Yeah. Oh well, if if not yes. somebody before, but um, in Japan, you see all the moves end in death. Yeah, if we're you know, talking, you're starting yeah. to sound like Steve, you know, Steve, it's like Steve, Steven Seagal says similar things, and and I, you know, how, how much I hold him up what as a um, role model. Steven yeah. Seagal. That's what he says. He's ninja. You know, that he learned these secret moves from these ninjas in Japan and all that bullshit. Anyway, I don't think this, this conversation is going to this conversation isn't going going to go anywhere. But it's interesting talking about origins. And I know someone who spent a lot of time studying the origins, and he said it was India. The Chinese got their martial arts from India, which I believe. And uh, Japan, you know, they had their um, the ninja, apparently. But then there's a lot of doubt about that story as well. So the guy telling you is a martial artist for many years and is telling you from experience. He was, a, he was in the special forces, and he it was... He was training. He was a trainer for the SAS, and he got flown around in the sixties to study different martial arts. And he came back saying that the Indians were the ones that had the best techniques, and it was get the technique, punch in the throat, and kick them in the balls. And that's how the SAS fight. Grass. So I only got to move. I got to learn three moves. Awesome. How fucking yep. easy is that? Kick them in the balls, punch them in the throat. That's how they fight. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's how they fight, the, and that's how they win fights. Schlarts. I mean, there's nothing else to it. <laughs> kick them in the kick them in the balls, or hit the headbutt from Scotland. There's three techniques. Watch the watch the Irish travellers fighting and stuff like that. And these guys would use any move, whatever. Can I ask? Incredible you, fighting techniques. Have you ever studied martial arts? Have you earned a black belt? Have you gone to training? Yes. Yes. No, I haven't done a black belt, no. But I certainly train with black belts. In what, you know? Street fight. Because I'm telling you, like I've done Bujinkan Ninjutsu for fucking I'm sure. I'm sure you have. Can you, can, can you, can you tell me one person that, that's won any tournament using your techniques and name of a name? Because there are none. There are none. There you go. There are none. Yeah, that's what Steven Seagal, Steven Seagal says this stuff as well. And I'm telling you, I don't believe it. <laughs> Seagal, I don't give a fuck what Seagal says at all. But he says the same things you're saying. I'm telling you, if if these guys out of this ninjutsu can come out and fight, uh, say, just an average street fighter that's been trained, or just a guy that's been in jail, I'll tell you what, I'll put any of your supposed heroes in a jail cell with a street fighter from New Zealand that's, in, that's been in jail for 10 years, minimum. <laughs> He'll beat him, guaranteed. There's ah. no rules. It's just... Anyway, I don't know. We're, we're, on, we're on the wrong show for all this. So you'll have to do something separate because we're trying to... Be, this is meant to be fakeologist.com. And I come on here just to talk about whatever. Where you came from, I don't know. Did you get invited to come on? Decide to come on. Well, he just came on at the end because usually, usually after you go, Rick, anyone and everyone is welcome to. Well, look, I can, I, I'm afraid I work. can't help. I can't help. 
giving it to people that I think uh, all over the place. It's just my nature, sadly. And, all right. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's you. It's, the way it it's is. you. It's fine. But, uh, it's but fine. I like I calling mind. out bullshit. I was just calling out, calling Be, out people. Being that, challenged uh, is, uh, is the art of debate. It's good. Bullshit. I don't mind it. Yeah, well, you can, you know, you, you you can get, you can take your ninja back belt, and I want you to go and get a top against some, uh, say a bloke, say I'll, I'll, I can name a couple of guys that have just been in jail and uh, at the fight every day, which is what you have to do in most jails. Street fight, no rule. Pick up anything you need to do and whack them over with ninjutsu. Can you beat the average bloke that's been in jail for ten years? I would say no. I'm pretty keen to come over and beat the fuck out of you, but. You're welcome to try, Sonny. <laughs> Let's try and be civil. This is a civil audio chat. We don't want to. No, 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 yeah, well, that's the problem. You could tell he was already going to direction because he's full of shit and he's been called out as a liar. And as, as, as ninjutsu is worth about as much as a um, Donald Duck versus. Um, Mike Tyson cartoon oh, type of thing. Yeah, look. <clears throat> wow. Dude, d- dude, listen, y- you're a hero in your own head, but I don't think you can back it up. Are you there? Be told. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Him and his ninjutsu and his EGI can go off and um, hang around their... Um, Wherever the, wherever they hang around and come talk it over, threaten with each other. I beg your pardon. I've been talking, been talking it over with you. I just said you're full of shit. <laughs> and your ninjutsu, your ninjutsu. I'll tell you now, is is absolutely an embarrassment when it comes to the average street fight. They can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what and look, I'm going to go soon because this is a waste of a conversation. But uh, right. bring it on, man! Bring it on! Yeah, you can talk to, talk to about EGI. You're in Melbourne. Well, I do like talking about it. No, I'm in, I'm in Sydney. It would be hard for you guys to get together. All he has to do, all he has to do, is um, sober up, and he'll be fine. Better for you if I don't. <laughs> oh, are you drinking tonight, <laughs> um, Thomas? I've had a couple, not many. <laughs> all right. Not three bottles of vodka, though. I hope. Oh, don't, don't treat. Yeah, I don't think. I don't, I don't think. I don't think he's be doing the three bottles of vodka somehow. Anyway, Ab, good good chat up until the last hour and a half. But um, <laughs> well, it's controversial. We said a lot, a lot of lot of discussion tonight. You went a long time yeah. tonight, Rick. Oh, You're, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Full of beans tonight. Yeah, was, you know. You got to say what you got to say. All right. Well, this has been good. I appreciate you coming on. Be told on the radio. When is your next 
So you don't have a so date for your next hoax syndicate? Uh, probably, pro probably tomorrow, I would say. And um, where do people find that if they want it? I found it. Hoaxsyndicate.com. Hoax and I, I send it uh, <clears throat> and to, um, to you. But... Um, yeah, hoax syndicate.com. I put a link. I put a link on the uh, one of my blogs. Yeah. Shorts. Yeah, Shorts.fakeologist.com. It was there. Yeah. All right. Well, I shall. I shall be gone, and I shall uh, chat again. I and shall chat again. Thank I'll you, Rick. You. Rick no at fakeologist.com. If you want to email Rick. Fakeologist.com. If you want to make it's it the one. Alright. Thank you, Rick. Take care. There goes Rick Esoteric. <laughs>